The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Funny. I like to bust a please. I like to bust a Everywhere has a wheeler and dealer Racing the back streets of town Everywhere has a spieler Who's a clown Every heart has a hustler and bustler Born with the tongue of a snake Every heart has a bustler On the make And then a kind of a monkeys can't swing And then birds can't sing You'll make it good for you, Robert King. You'll make it good for you, Robert King. For years and years, I'd forgotten how nuts that was. That is Slade. Do you hear Dave Hill shredding it on the guitar? 24 hours. In 24 hours, I'm going to be playing that song to him with um, with extra caddick. I'll be showing Slade where they went wrong. They didn't have this. Wow. And they should have done. They're from the same area. They're from the same area. Wow. True. I'm going to take that call. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. 
Yaffrin Boyle has never had egg on toast. What an absolute idiot. Yeah, I know, isn't it? That's not true. I've had egg on toast, just not a flat one. No, 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 no. You've never had a... You've never had a uh, and also, I have had it. I've had it once now. Pay attention. OK, OK. Little Idiot. Bit, little bit of um, Kath's call for attention has caused a little bit of tension already between 50% of the presenting team and 100% of the callers Good. so far. Wow. It's going to be feisty. Dave Hill will be here tomorrow. Um, I think he's coming in on his own. The lady I've been talking to from the publishers just... Um, Careful, we'll have teenage people <laughs> queuing around the block. Teenage people queuing around the block. We're not a Korean chicken restaurant. <laughs> so she's got, so the woman I've been speaking to got in touch and said, oh, just to let you know, Dave's coming in tomorrow. And I said, oh, great, well, here's my number if there's any problems. Oh, he's coming in on his own. Sorry? And then his manager got in touch and she said, just think, Dave, Dave's really excited. This is my number if there's any problems. And I said, we are going to treat... Dave Hill, like an absolute king. We are going to... I said, I guarantee you the best interview he's ever had. I think those are my exact words. I don't think she replied to that, actually, which means she may be cancelling it. She's too busy rolling her eyes. Where did... um... I promise him the best interview he's ever had. Those are my exact words. So, God damn it, we're going to make it a great one. I'll tell you why, because we're not going to open it with one of the hits. We're going to open it with that insanity. Wowzers, what a day! That, my friend, was an actual face melter. Yes, what a day I've had today. I've met, um, I've met four legends. And we're going to go in reverse order. Number four, in terms of legendary status. Number four, Bonnie Langford. She called me, hello, Ian. Hello, Bonnie. Number three, Joe Pasquale. Me and Joe Pasquale are now friends. We've been swapping. Joe Pasquale is going to come in the studio in the new year when he's finished the pantomime he's doing. And he called you E. Call me, call me E. Eerie. Eerie. Uh, he's coming in. He's got, we swapped phone numbers. We met, we've been texting each other today. Me and Pasquale. Last, last. Number two. Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Ivan Drago. I met Ivan Drago. I was dressed as a shark. He shook my hand. At number one, think of a number... Johnny Ball. Yeah, I've met Johnny Did Ball. You? Met Johnny Ball today. I said, "All right, Johnny, you still living in Farnham Common? Because that's where I used to live." He went, "Yes, yes." I said, "I think Zoe served me in the office once when I was underage." Zoe, she, she used to work in the office. Now a bookmaker's, probably because of her. I think I bought. I'm, I'm, I'm almost convinced I bought some fags off her, um, and I probably bought some some tinnies off her as well in the office in Farnham Common. Imagine. But so I met all these wonderful people on uh, Good Morning Britain this morning. And only, there are only six people on Twitter that called me a tosser. Only six that I'm aware of. There may have been more. I might have blocked them already. Um, and this, this, I had the terrible thing of, so I got to the hotel about quarter to two. Had to iron a shirt and my trousers. What's wrong with Amy? She doesn't want to come on the show. Go up, open your microphone, Sam. What the? Amy called up and then she's not queued up. What's going on? What? Come on, open the microphone. Come on. Apparently, she didn't call. I called her back. I said, "Did you just call?" She said, "No." Well, we saw. We saw, exactly. We uh uh Deutsch. We wissen dem Telefonon auf dem Amy. We wissen. We wissen est. We wissen est. I think wissen is C. Just saying, isn't it? Whoa! 
Who's who's a humbling and a rumbling? Me. Uh, what is it? It is so. It is, isn't it? No, Gazan is speak. I say, I say. Gazan. No, Sargon. Gazan. No, you're thinking of Carl Sargon, the philosopher. Ask Sam. Because no, I don't. Don't like Sam. It. Who's I right? I don't like it when Sam opens his microphone. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Okay. If you okay, whatever. But. GCSE German in a year. I don't like it when Sam contributes to the show, but it just ruins <laughs> it ruins the flow. The flow gets sticky. Um, so uh, so yeah. So so got to so I got into bed at two, mm. set my alarm for four fifty seven because I was getting picked up at five fifteen four fifty seven, and the alarm went off at four fifty seven, and I, I sat up and I turned it off and I thought, hmm, I'm just going to think about my day. And I thought about my day, and I thought, well, I'll just check the clock, probably 4.58 now. 5.13, two minutes to get up, get out of bed, drag a comb across my head. Um, I've got the same thing tomorrow. And here's, here's something for you guys. Here's, here's something for you to watch out for. If you, if you watch me on Good Morning Britain today, um, watch out for me tomorrow. I'm going to be wearing the same shirt. I'm going to be wearing the same shirt, because I thought I was doing an outside broadcast tomorrow so i bought a jersey a jumper to wear but no i'm starting off in the studio and then i'm getting like a cab to wembley uh so uh, i don't want to wear a jumper in a studio very very hot so i'll be wearing exactly the same shirt that i wore today and do you know what what's wrong with that uh, oh ah, yes if i get called out for it i'll say it's a protest against fast fashion yes Mm-mm-mm-mm. topical uh 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 but, of course, I won't get called out for it because I'm a bloke. Blokes don't get called. Wasn't there a presenter in Australia, a breakfast TV host, who wore exactly the same suit for a year, a male host, and his female host, obviously, and he wore exactly the same suit for a year and, and, and wasn't, every single day, same exact same outfit, and wasn't called out for it once because of the patriarchal society that we live in. These are weird times. These are weird times that we live in. Very weird times. Um, and it's great to see. And I know we're going to tread carefully because we're now entering this next sentence. is going to enter us into a legal minefield. So I'm going to tread carefully. I'm going to throw stones ahead just to see if any of those mines go off. Um, but it's great to see that the UKIP uh, advisor on um, Muslim relations is being sued by the family of that Syrian boy. That's great to see. That's great news. That's great. I can't wait for that one to go to court. I can't wait for that one to go to court. That's a great one. Hmm. What should I do with my day today? I'm going to go online and uh, slag off and lie about a 15-year-old kid. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drag a 15-year-old kid through the dirt. His life's already pretty rubbish. A, because of his potential situation, and B, because he's suddenly on social media when he doesn't want to be on social media. So I'm going to make it worse by lying about him and his family. Bravely lying. Bravely, fair play, and Tommy Robinson is brave because that kid is probably twice the size of him. What with Tommy Robinson being a wee fella, hmm. I'm going to go online and I'm going to slag off a 15-year-old boy whose life is already upside down. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that, daddy, 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 what did you do today? Did you hit mummy? No, no, didn't hit mummy. That was that was a while ago. But what did you do then? Well. Well, there's a kid who possibly a suicide risk because he's a young man whose life is ter- is topsy turvy. I went online and I spread a load of lies about him. About fifteen year old boy, daddy. Yeah, I hate you, daddy. Um, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, it's going to be one of those free wheeling shows. Speaking of free wheeling, wheeling, um, I bought tickets to see Bob Dylan. 
and Neil Young. They are not the most expensive tickets I've ever bought, but at £180 a pop, <laughs> they're pretty pricey. So, yes, Catherine, you will be buying me lunch when we go to see Bob Dylan. There's a great joke. Uh, it's quite a nerdy joke, but I saw a great joke tweeted by someone. Um, and it's set in the Bob Dylan... So Neil Young and Bob Dylan are playing. Neil, so it's set in the concert in, 20, in the summer of 2019. Yeah. Audience to Neil Young. Play Cinnamon Girl! Neil Young. No. Audience to Bob Dylan. Play Subterranean Homesick Blues! Bob Dylan. I am. It's a very clever joke. <laughs> Neil Young refuses to play the hits. Bob Dylan plays them, but you'd never recognise them. Way too much money. Ridiculous, obscene amount of money. Um, but do you know what? I want to go. I want to go and I'm going. I've got no friends, so I have to buy my friends. Oh. Yeah. That's not true. That makes no. me sound terrible. You are terrible. You're an awful human being. Sat in the office, blowing off like nobody's business. <gasps> Let's go to the ads quickly. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, by the way, I am a grown man. I'm in my mid-40s, 45 and uh, a half to be precise. If you've got a 15-year-old son or daughter... Not sexist, preferably one of colour that you'd like me to bully. Then just give us a call oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, and I will do my best. I've I've only got ninety two and a half thousand followers on Twitter, but I'm more than happy to libel them and make their life as miserable as they can. Just a reminder: if you have a fifteen year old son or daughter, ideally of colour, um, whose life is pretty shitty anyway, give us a call and I'll slag them off on Twitter just to make uh, that misery complete. More than happy to do that for you guys because I'm a nice white guy. Good evening, G. Evening, boss. Evening, boss. Every time it causes a wince. Continue, vous play. Can't believe I beat Alan Carrick on to... Alan, stop calling Um, us. I guess Alan has stopped listening. Alan is uh, like perpetual motion, um, except he's run out of motion. He stopped listening, so he stopped calling us. He stopped calling us because he stopped listening. Who knows? Like a wheel within a wheel, like a circle within a square. Uh, These are the windmills of your mind. Wow. Mind blown, yep. windmill and all. Come on, let's get to the chase. We've got literally no more calls behind you, and I want to get to them as soon as possible. I am stuck in the Mandela effect. Okay. I was convinced that Johnny Ball was dead. Yep. I actually had to Google yeah. the fact, even though you tweeted a photo. What? What? I had to Google the fact. I didn't tweet any photos. According to my wife, you tweeted a photo of you and Johnny Ball. Well, she's in the Mandela effect. That was not Johnny Ball, that was Dolph Lundgren. Exactly. See, this is where this is how deep the Mandela effect goes. I had to I had to Google and see. Well, you had to Google whether I tweeted a photo of of, uh, Johnny Ball. I didn't. I guarantee, at some point within the last three years, I heard that Johnny Ball was dead. Well, I thought. See, I'm in the Mandela effect because I thought that um, Shane McGowan died about three years ago, but he's doing the rounds at the moment. I thought Chris Rear had gone. He hasn't. Chris Rear has died. Well, listen, someone needs to tell... Chris Rea died on stage. Did he? Yeah, he collapsed and died on stage. Didn't he? Chris, if you're listening, give um, us a call. That was Tommy Cooper. Well, Wikipedia says Christopher Anton Rea is... Well, that's Christopher Anton Rea. That's different. We're talking about Chris Rea. He's still alive! He's not. He is not. He's alive! Fake news. Has the bossette got a little bit confused? Call me bossette one more time. I'm going to get in my car, come down there and kick you in the cojones. All right, bossette. That is 50% of the... 50% of the stats are holding very, very steady at the moment. For those stat checkers at home, here's the stats we've got so far. 
50% of the presenting team has uh, angered, annoyed, upset, got rifts with no, 100, 100% of the callers. Well, the callers need to pull the socks up. Okay. Don't do don't don't be G. That's the name of today's podcast. Don't be G. Dolph Lundgren, nicest guy in oh 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 we've got that interview. We'll play it tomorrow with the guy. Did I mention this on the? I did mention this on the air yesterday. Yes. Um, we interviewed. I interviewed the director of uh, Three Identical Strangers, which is, gets released tomorrow. I think in cinemas. It's a great film. Go and see it. Right. Incredible documentary. And the guy that made it, the director that made it, it's his debut feature, debut movie. And he was the runner on a TV show I did years ago called Thumb Bandits, which was not a very good show. Terrible show, actually. Not, not very good at all. Um, but he was a runner on the pilot of that. And uh, he's gone on to make a movie. So here's um, my advice is, it, w- when you're like the star, be nice to the little people. Remember that, Sam, you idiot! Be nice to the little people! He'll never get it. I think he's, he's so dumb. I think he's great doesn't get it. He's stupid. He needs to be nice to the little people. Okay? Got it? Um, it's a joke there. You see, it's a joke because what I'm saying is he's could be perceived as being down the ladder from me. So I'm being rude. I'm being rude to him. I'm just explaining the joke for the hard of thinking. Are you all right, Sam? I don't I'm think being he sees rude it as a joke. to him um, when actually... He, I'm saying he's an idiot when actually one day he will be, he will be, be in boss. a position... He won't be because he won't hire me. Because he's too thick to get the joke I just did, which is a very, very clever joke. Mm. Um, so, Bob Dylan, Neil Young, July the 12th. The day before that, uh, it's Kiss. It, it's just it's just a world of um, really old men who I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, all of these concerts are going to disappoint me. They're going to be rubbish. But it's, it's the vibe, man. It's all about the vibe. Hey, I was wondering, what was it I was listening to today? And um, it was an old, oh, it was, a, it was an old woman calling in um, a radio show, or something. I don't even know what it was, but it was an old woman talking, and she was talking about um, the vibe. She said that the vibe not being right. It's like an old, you know, in her sixties. The vibe. They invented the vibe. Well, this is what I was thinking. When we say when we talk about the vibe and good vibes and stuff, you're giving me some good vibes. That's got to be good. It's good vibrations by the Beach Boys. The first example of 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 vibrations being used like that now i know the vibes is also an instrument the vibraphone Mm -hmm. is an instrument they call it the vibes i don't really know when that dates from maybe the 50s i don't know um but it does when we say uh oh there's a there's a funny vibe at that or the vibe when i said my little rant the other night about the vibe not being there does that could we trace that back to good vibrations by the beach boys i think we probably could well where did they get that from he got it from his mum talking about dogs. Oh. He got it from his mum. Let's see what we can find. No Saying that in. dogs can feel your vibrations. Yeah, hang on. Brian Wilson explains good vibe. Well, I was talking to my mum and uh, she said um, the, dogs, the dogs started barking. He said dogs can read vibrations. He said some people have bad vibrations, some people have good vibrations. So I went and wrote a song about it. I think that's pretty much what we're going to hear him say let's have a little listen is uh i'm having very strong deja vu now that could just mean i've done this little piece before or hi this is brian wilson when i was around i don't know 10 12 years old my mom and i were walking to the market one day and a dog started barking at us 
And I went, Mom, why is that dog barking at us? She goes, Son, because... She just say, this is now actually Brian Wilson. I've stopped doing my impression. This is now actually yeah. Brian Wilson telling you. You sounded like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, isn't it? Some so, dogs pick up vibrations from people and not from other people. And I, th- I bet he goes, and I thought, wow, wow, I write a song about that. Let's see. And when they pick up bad vibrations, they bark. And so I said, well, what about good vibrations? She said, well, sometimes they pick up good vibrations. And so one day I was with Mike Love at my house in, in Beverly Hills, and I told him I had a song, and it goes, bom, boom, bom, bom, boom, bom, bom, bom. And I went, you know what, Mike? I would like to call it Good Vibrations. He goes, how's this? I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the... And it fit to the music. And then boom, 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 boom. It went together. And that started out a project, Good Vibrations, right there. There we go. Do you know what I really love about that? Yep. That he calls his cousin by his first and second name oh, every they time. they do. The Beach Boys are weird. They do. They're such a strange... Those guys are crazy. Mike Love will always say, this one's written by my cousin, Brian Wilson. He always goes, I'm Brown Wilson. This is my cousin, Brown Wilson. Um, we've got um, lots to talk about on the show uh, tonight. Not lots, nothing. We've got nothing, nothing to talk about on the show tonight, which is both exciting and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Exciting and terrifying, because it means we could go in any... Uh, what's wrong with Westfield Shopping Centre in Shepherd's Bush? I wanted to buy a pair of shoes. All I wanted to do today, I phoned you six times yeah. while I was trying to... All I wanted to do was buy a pair of shoes. Why don't they have, like, the shopping... The shoe shop... Section, the shoe... Shoe shop section. Jeez, what can I say? The shoe shopping... Section. I'm saying it. Okay, fine. The shoe shop section. Said it then. Why don't they have the shoe shop quarter and then, like, the trouser quarter and then, like, the food quarter... And then, why don't they have that? So I was walking around for ages in shoes that, that I've got holes in. And also, there's something wrong with the heel, the, the, where the heel goes. So it really hurts. So I've got blisters on my feet. I couldn't find it. it. just shops everywhere, scattered everywhere. It's almost like they want you to walk around. Um, so yeah, just trying to find a shop to go in uh, and get shoes. And I went into some, and they were, some were too expensive, and some were t- 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 too small. You know what you're were... describing? Uh, Shopping. Yeah, it was, it was shit. What? What we used to do before shopping we had, experience before we had the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's rubbish, and I'm there for an hour going, and I phoned you up going right. Debenhams has, has got the last effing chance, and I'm going. Didn't even go in Debenhams in the end. I walked to it, and I went. Oh, what's the point? So I went back to the hotel that they're putting me up in. By the way, there's a party at my hotel tonight. I'm not telling you what hotel it is um, or what room I'm in. I'm in one one eight, but if you can find out the hotel where I'm staying, very near the BBC. You're welcome to come to a party tonight. I've got to leave at 5.15 in the morning, though, OK? Um, so I didn't buy shoes in the end. I, I, I trundled home huffing and puffing and really peed off with the whole shopping scenario. So that's why the high street's dead, because people who shop are idiots. People that run shops are idiots. People that work in shops are idiots. Shops are idiots. We do not need shops. I'd forgotten, on a serious note, people who work in shops aren't idiots, of course not. I've worked in a shop. I was an idiot, but people who work in shops, it's, it's, it's a tough old gig. But I'm glad the high street is dying. Oh. Because shopping is the most... And, and then I went back to the hotel, got the old lappy out, looked at the shoes I got, saw where they were from, went to that store online, found the exact same shoes. They'd lasted about four or five years, those shoes. And they're smart shoes. Yeah. Ordered the same pair. Ordered the same pair. Like that. It was done in two minutes. It was done in two minutes. I'd spent an hour and a quarter traipsing around a shopping centre 
And it w- I, I, in the end, I got what I wanted in two minutes. It'll be delivered on Monday. I can, li- I can, fine, fine, all right, fine. I'll wait until Monday. I can live with that. Free postage and del- free postage and packing. And I guess the delivery is included in that as well. Free P and P, Andy. Uh, so basically, shopping. Oh God, there were people there, and um, oh, it was just, it was horrible. A really lousy experience. Where's the pleasure in that? Where's the pleasure in that? Where do teenagers hang out these days? I tell you why, I need to speak to some about something. Online. Right. Uh, I've been caught out like that before, so I won't be doing that. Um, but they don't, so they don't hang out in... Um, Outside the spa. Shopping centres, or what, what, what we used to call when I lived in America in the 80s, the mall. Um, they don't hang out in the mall. I didn't see any kids hanging out in the mall today. In my town, these stories hang out outside Circle K. Okay, with strange things afoot. Yeah, strange things were afoot. But now they don't really. No, they don't at all. Um, they hang out at the skate park. Okay, well, here's tonight's question. Where do teenagers hang out? Oh, three, four, f- I haven't given the phone number. Maybe that's why we've got no calls. Or maybe it's because uh, you guys are just so enthralled by my shopping chat, my shop chat. Well, I'm starting um, a Twitch channel soon, which will be separate from my main Twitch channel, and it will be purely um, shopping chat. You'll be able to subscribe to that, and uh, all of the money that I get from that will go to um, me uh, um, online shopping. I will never... here's, Here's my promise to you, dear listener. This is my vow, and I swear on my life. I will never step into another shop as long as I live. If you see me in a shop, you are well within your rights to come up to me and give me £5 as a punishment. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Where do teenagers hang out these days? Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Pick up and dial, you dolts. Uh, now, yesterday, we... Um, you. I slagged off um, a landlord association because they were a bunch of dicks. But I got the name of the landlord association incorrect. So who who did I say? You said the landlords association. And those guys are great, and we love them, and we respect them. They're the best. They are... When when I, If I ever become a landlord... I'm signing up with... With who am I signing up? Signing with the up? National Landlords Association. That's exactly. The NLA. Um, who are the dicks? Well, the people you were referring to yes. when you were saying that they were trying to organise a boycott of people who were um, right. sending money to yeah. shelter, yeah. including, you said, Marks and Spencer. I don't know whether that's accurate anymore. No, it is, it is Marks and Spencer. Yeah, yeah, that bit's true. That that's the true. National Landlords Alliance. Those that's guys are dicks! Hang on, who are the first guys then? The National Landlords Association. Hang on a minute. So the, the association of the good guys, yes. right? I'm more than happy to correct that, of course. Even, you know, okay, fine, we're happy to correct that, of course. But how can you set up an association that has exactly an the alliance. same initials? An alliance. But, but a group that has exactly the same initials and kind of, you know, comes from a similar sort of place and is representing landlords nationally... I have an almost identical name. I don't know, but I can tell you that I don't... This alliance, is it the alliance? Yes. They're scumbags. I think the association are a little bit peeved. Good for them. Um, Good for them. It is a bit kind of Judean people's front, people's front of Judean. This makes the uh, alliance... The alliance are the... Scumbags. ...ones you don't like. It makes makes the alliance even scumbaggier. Outrageous. Outrageous. Um, But, of course, more than happy to correct that. Uh, uh, So Carla's emailed me, ian at ianlee.com. Great email if you want to think. 
Carla says, Ian, I'm so jealous you're going to see the great Bob Dylan and Neil Young. Having grown up with my parents, well, lucky you, listening to both legends, this has carried on with me. I have been to see, I have been to see Bob Dylan and got chucked out for being a bit too excited. At a Bob Dylan concert? How excited. She says, ha ha, was just belting out the classics. Really, I should have just say and appreciate his performance. Have a good one, Ian. Keep up the good work too. And then like a sort of squashed smiley face. Mm. Um, Imagine getting chucked out. So what, we're not allowed to show any form of excitement? How many people have... This is a question that's going to sound macabre and I don't want to put this into the, the idea, the brains of anybody. Oh, no, don't. Right. How many rock stars, pop stars, have been shot dead on stage whilst performing? Serious question. Because um, a little bit harder these days, because a lot of places... They search your bags. Well, I could... Well, they do search your bags. Some of them you walk through metal detectors. I could... In fact, a lot, in fact I think most of the big yeah. ones here you go through metal detectors. The O2 you do. I think we did last time we went to Hyde Park. The searching the bag is not enough. I could... I mean, what I would do if I wanted to kill a pop star is I would... Um, have a shotgun down my trouser leg, but have my trouser in a car in a cast, so it looked like I'd broken my leg. So I'd have a shotgun, and then I'd sort of get up to the the gate, it's and I'd dangerous. see there was no. If there was a metal detector, okay, plan B: we go to the toilet, we take the shotgun out, we leave it there, we go with the knife in the anus. Oh. If but if there's no metal detector, you go in, you just walk in, and you go, oh, I broke my leg. I go, all right, Ian, I like you in the jungle. Strawberries I go, yeah, broke my leg. Oh no. Anyway. And then you get to that, and you kind of sit down. So you've got a loaded gun down your leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the. Or genius. are you keeping the ammo somewhere else? This is the genius because you're 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 coming with me, right? No, I'm not. No, no, no. This is the genius. So it's an outdoor event, right? Um, and so we sit down on the grass, and you sit in front of me, right? But you sit up, right? And so what I do when the artist I want to assassinate comes in, I'm not saying which one. I don't want to give him any advance warning, okay? Um, uh, I don't want to give him... I wonder if Bob Dylan and Neil Young will be sharing the same... They might as well just bring one harmonica holder, won't they? They might as well just bring one harmonica holder. It's one less thing to pack. It's one less thing to pack. They're just... I can't... I probably do... I can't can't do an impression of them. Hey, Bob, it's Neil Young. Hey. Hey, Neil Young. I was just thinking, maybe we could share harmonica or harmonica holders. One less thing to pack. I was thinking the same... fuzzy bear? I was thinking the same thing, man. Let's do it. You bring yours. You bring the holder. I bring the harmonica. Thanks very much. Anyway, so so um, so when Neil, when so when the person I want to assassinate comes out, you're sat in front of me. Then what I do is I put my leg on your shoulder. No, because I've got to raise it. Why got to I let raise you do it, that? right? To keep the blood. So I raise it, and then I'm like aiming, and then I say to you, just move left twelve degrees. Hang on a minute, go, just go right three minutes. Left one degree, just put your shoulder... Wow. I don't take the gun out. I have to pull my dick. The trigger is, is by my dick. And I pull my dick and I shoot... Um, I shoot one of the artists at Hyde Park in 2019. You know someone has been shot on stage. Um, Pantera guitarist Dimebag. Well, shot okay. by an obsessed fan. Well, I, I, on a serious note, um, 
I'm not saying who it is, but it's a quarter of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. He's, he's quite serious. But I'm surprised it hasn't happened more. I'm surprised. I know the Beatles got death threats from the KKK. Have you seen the footage of the, the KKK guy? Yes. Saying in his robes, saying, well, if the Beatles play here, let's just say they are in for one hell of a show. Because, and it, I don't think it was publicised massively over here, yeah. they refused to play places where they segregated no, the audience, that's didn't not, they? That's not the reason. It was oh. the Jesus, bigger than Jesus reason. Was it? Bigger than Jesus comment. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the thing. But you know, you're right. That is, that is an important part of Beatles history that yeah, is that not people mentioned. people don't really know about. That they, 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 were, they were playing segregated concerts and they went, well, why would you want to know? They just didn't get it. Yeah, why would you want to put black people in white people? No, 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 no. We're not, we're not having any of that. Also... It caused a, big, a lot of trouble. But the KKK guy was the um, big, we're bigger than Jesus. Is it true that their favourite uh, song was River Deep Mountain High? Who, the KKK? Beatles. KKK? Don't think the KKK liked it. Um, the favourite song was River Deep Mountain High. Oh, yeah, what? one of their favourite records. What on earth are you... Go on. Someone go, told me the other day, because it was Tina Turner's, like, 70 somethingth birthday the other day. I think it's 80, if, no. isn't it? Tina Turner is 80. Let me check. We've got some great calls. We've got Damo, we've got Joe. You stay there. We've got Georgina. You guys stay there. We're going to come to you in a second. Trust me. It's she's 79. Yeah, so she's kind of 80. She's, round it up. She's, no, don't rind it up. I'm rinding it up. Don't rind it up. I'm rinding her up. Don't rind her up. Stop rinding me up. Anyway. So, stop rinding me up. I'm Tina Turner. She'll love you. Do, 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 do. Right. right, so I um, put a, a tweet out with a fantastic... Um, Mr Fox. No, a fantastic black and white uh, video mm. of her doing... I think yeah. it was River Deep Mountain High. Okay. Brilliant. And someone said, oh, this was the Beatles' favourite single. Untrue. What was their favourite single? What? When? Ever. Well, they, I don't think the Beatles, before they split... All right, lads, before we go our separate ways, can we just decide on what our favourite single was while we were the Beatles? Well, maybe that's why they fell out. Well, actually... Uh, uh, maybe that was. Maybe that was. We, d- we will never know what the Beatles' favourite single of all time Let's was. Let's say it was that. It was a birthday. It wasn't that, though. What would you think it, it would be? It um, John Lennon had sex with Ronnie Spector. Yeah. Another American singer, I soul know. singer. I know. Had it off with her. Did they, though? Yep. In that book, though, she, she, yep. yeah, they did, didn't yep, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Ronnie Spector. I think Ronnie enjoyed it after the abusive relationship with Phil Spector. Who could blame her? Yeah. Who could blame her for enjoying herself? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We got Joe. Then we got Damo. We could have you, dear listener. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Which other radio show at this time of night is discussing exactly which rock stars? Uh, Ronnie Spector slept with. I can't think of it. We'll we'll check Duncan Barks during the break, but I'd be very, very surprised. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. You've been chatting enough. Let's dive into the phone calls. Let's go to Joe. Good evening, Joe. I don't know what I'm feeling about now. Oh, for goodness. Nipping egg woman. I think it was something to do with teenagers. You were talking about teenagers. Where do they hang out these days? I need to have a word Um, with some. At at my house. What? That's where they hang out. They hang out at my house. That's a bit weird. What are they doing there? It's a Friday night, and I have I have twins that are eighteen. It's Thursday so night. Both so, do you want to tell her it's Thursday night or shall I? It's Thursday night. You tell you tell her. Go on. It's a school night. It's Thursday. Yeah. Joe, what is going on with you? What has happened? Well, your brain is melting live on the air. Yeah, it's, it's basically what's happening is oh, I'm, I'm I'm catapulting myself towards. I start my new job on Monday. Oh, hey, fantastic! Of that, 
all the days are just melting into one kind of weird semblance um, of a day. How, it is. how are you feeling about the new job? I'm OK. I think it's quite exciting and I'm quite cool about it, yeah. but I feel like there's an awful lot of things I should have done in the last six months that I probably it is that, isn't it? Isn't it that thing? I, I know that feeling when you're not work for a while... And yeah. the first time you, you, you stop working for a while, the first few days, like, oh, this is this is cool. I got some time, yeah. and then after yeah. a week or so, you think, oh, I've got I've got bills, but and my savings, I can see, and, you know, and it goes on for a bit, and then eventually you get a job lined up. I had the same thing when I left the BBC, and I had this job lined up six months later, and you know, it kind of dragged on a bit, um, and then that sort of last week before you start the job, it feels Panic. so. It feels it does go. Me, oh, I've got to do. Oh, I should have done this. Oh God, why oh, didn't I go there? Well, yeah. Oh, I've got to. It gets very um, stressful. I think it has. The last week, I haven't slept properly because I felt like there's loads of things I should be doing. Yes. And so now, what I've decided is I need to take control of the things that I can can take control of, which yeah. is Christmas because it's coming and it's important. What? So we've done Christmas tree tonight. We've we've got that done. Oh, I've, well, well, hang on a second. Sorry, just just stop for a second. Kath, what date have you got? Uh, 29th. Of December? No. Of when? November. Did she just say she put a Christmas tree up in November? I know, I know. But I have four teenagers and I have to coordinate their diaries. It's, it's not easy. You might as well have put it up in August. Oh, gee, I thought about it. <laughs> oh, I did think e- about it. Um, but, oh, well done. Okay, good. Well, that's good. That's something. Uh, do you feel Christmassy now? Do you? Do I think you... so. I believe that tomorrow, when I've wrapped up some presents and put them underneath the tree, I'll feel really marvellous. I'm doing all right. I'm, I've not got any Christmas decorations up yet, and I'm still umming and ahhing. I probably won't... Uh, well, I don't want to put any up, but the, I've got my boys coming over, well, certainly before Christmas, and uh, Boxing Day and stuff, so I'll have to put up a few bits and pieces. I'll get a tiny little tree. But I have been very good at ordering presents online, well, not in a you. shop. Yeah. And I've got yeah. a nice big pile, two piles, one in the kitchen of the presents I've taken out of the Amazon boxes and one yeah. in the office of presents I haven't taken out of the Amazon boxes. And I've got most of the presents. I've just got to take them out and wrap them. Mine are all still in the Amazon boxes, I mm. have to say. I haven't got to the point of disassembling them and realising what they actually are yet. I'm thinking of wrapping them online because, they get this right, there's a huge, I don't know if you know this, Joe and Catherine, but let me, let me mansplain this to you. There is a huge industry in people unboxing things online, opening boxes, get big views, millions of views. Oh, I'm, o- I'm opening a box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I reckon I'm going to be the first. No one, uh, no one has ever done this. You can Google it. No one has ever done this. I'm going to be the first person to wrap things up. Mm. Big mm-hmm, view mm-hmm, figures. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Catherine? I think it's been done. Mate. Always always the negative Nora, negative Nelly with you, isn't it? Ne- well, Neggy Nelly. Maybe realistic Rita. Well, uh, or, or um, uh, what do you feel that, Ian, what do you feel you have to offer the rapping community? Because let's face it, there's a whole community out there what? of people that are desperate to know how to rap. Yeah. Well, what are you going to I'm going to show them my excellent rapping technique. Uh-huh. First of all, it's unique because no one's ever done it before. Uh-huh. Despite what you, some rumours you might be hearing from some Is very, like very sour Sarahs. in the corners and hoping that it doesn't rip. That, that's yeah, I can, do, I can do wicked rapping. Um, I can do... My um, ex-wife is... Well, I was going to say she's such a good rapper. I disagree. She wraps presents so that children and disabled women cannot unwrap in them. those presents. Yes, that's, that's not weird, good rapping. I leave them baggy. No. Well, I, for the last few years, have been doing Japanese rapping. Ooh. 
what does that entail? It's to get your tongue it's around. It's lovely, it? right? Yeah. You put things on the diagonal and you kind of um, look oh. it up. On, it's really therapeutic to watch them do it as well. What? Can yeah. you do it? Can you yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it? I can. Do it. Go on, here's, here's some paper. Well, give me something to wrap up. Um, all right, here's my Slade in Flame CD that I got. I ordered and got sent today because someone has taken my other one. Yeah, wrap this up Japanese style. All right, cool. Here we go. Let's do this. All right, well, come on then, Kath. This isn't going to really work on the. This isn't really going to work on the radio. Just put it in diagonal. Yeah. So then you you, you're working on triangles the whole time. Right. So you do it like this. That looks like a waste of paper. That is not paper efficient. Well, I wouldn't normally trim the paper, but you give me a newspaper. And in the days of fast fashion which I'm against, which is why I'm wearing the same clothes on tomorrow morning's Good Morning Britain. Um, hey, that's all right, It's really it? nice, and, it, and it, comes out hey. really, it comes out really well. I couldn't be bothered with that. And then you kind oh, of just... Gosh. Hey, you she's done it, look at that. that! Let's have a look. Hey, what's this? Is this for me? Yeah! Oh, wicked. Hang on. Hey, for it's a Slade CD. I'll tweet. I'll That's tweet a, a YouTube surprise. tutorial tweet, how to do yeah, it. No. Tweet a tutorial so we can all do. No, the no, no! Don't do that. Business. Film. I will film you doing that and tweet that. You're going to get a virus. Aha. Seriously, all you're right. going to get an internet virus. We'll do it virus. during the news. Yes. Ian, are you on GMB tomorrow? I'm as well? on GMB tomorrow. I've been ordered to watch. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here tonight, and I haven't. I about that. I, I didn't watch it. Oh, they win some boats. That's all I can all right, tell brilliant. you. All right, fine. I'll go on tomorrow. Did you watch it? Yeah, they won some boats. They were on some boats and they got a bit wet. Uh, there you yeah. go. What more do you need to know? Exactly. Here's the thing, right? When you go on and do the showbiz on Good Morning Britain, I love it. Everyone is so nice. You don't need to know anything because they give you cards with all the information oh, on And then really? you just go on and busk around it. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. So I'm doing that, and then I'm off to Wembley to talk about the X Factor. Then I'm going to bed. Then me and Kath are having lunch with the boss, so fingers crossed we don't get fired. And then you I'm being interviewed by Jeffrey Lloyd, the radio uh, presenter. That sounds very exciting. What an exciting weekend you have ahead it is of a, you. It's, it's, it's an exciting weekend. Then Saturday I'm, um, is the Christmas fate at my kids' school. Then Sunday I'm driving up to Halifax for a screening of Threads. Well, what more can one hey, man ask? Here we go. Right, here we go. Joe, you go first, then you, Catherine. Joe, can you guess which Hollywood star was in Halifax yesterday? No, because I never remember films ever what? or it's not, people. It's not got anything to do with fi- what? That, No, just don't. Just name, well, name, no, just name a Hollywood star, but a big one. A man. So, so a really oh, big one, then. Schwarzenegger. Um. Mm, okay, Catherine. She's in the right ballpark right. Of, in terms of size of star. Oh, Jean Claude Van Damme. No, no, well, it's, no, it's not an action star. Oh, but it's but a big star. A big star. Big star. Big, big bigger star. than Schwarzenegger in terms of s- s- status. All right, I was going to say Tom Cruise. Uh, bigger what? in every sense. What? Yeah, bigger, bigger, He's bigger than tiny. Cruise. Bigger, 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 um, bigger, bigger. Well, it was um, in Halifax. Um, um, what about Leonardo DiCaprio? Bigger. Oh, for God's sakes. Bigger. A legend. A Hollywood legend. And I'm not I, even doing I, a piece I don't now. remember people. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Are you, are you talking to me? Yeah. Are you talking to me, Joe? Ah. Uh, yes. uh. Is Joe, are you talking to me? I'm totally talking to you. Are you talking to me? Because I don't, I don't see anybody else here. I, I'm talking to you. Are you talking to me, though? Because I don't see anybody else here. So you're talking to me. Stop it, Catherine. <laughs> De Niro. Robert. Sorry, 
De Niro. Oh, which yeah, De Niro? De Niro. Okay, Robert. Right, yeah, that was a Robert De Niro quote, Joe. I wasn't bullying you. I was a little you bit, were. but it was a Robert De Niro quote. Are you talking to me? Yeah, right. What you need to understand is yeah. that the only reason that Elf is my favourite Christmas film is because I've watched it so many times, it's the only one I ever oh, remember. My little girl loves that bit, and she always does the impression of the, you know, the very old nun at the beginning, goes, but the children love the books. I don't understand the ref. What's that got to do with Robert De Niro? Elf. He's not in it. That's the only film no, she knows. Oh. What you need to understand, Ian, is that need... not everybody has a film brain. I don't have a film brain. I've not even films seen go, the film. Films go into my brain and then they go out of my brain. I go. I, I can what? tell you that I really enjoyed it, but I won't remember anything about it. Okay, well, I've Don't. not even seen the film that that line comes <gasps> from. It's the no, best! No, it's not. Taxi Driver. Start... No, Elf. Oh, for... Right. You Elf. Two... Right. Elf okay. is the best. Joe, thanks for calling. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Oh, oh that was creepy. Stick it up your bum. Stick Christmas <laughs> up your bum. Good evening, Georgina. Yes, Ian. Yes, Georgina, at last we speak. Hello, Ian. Hello, Georgina. Hello, Ian Lee. I've been trying to find you on my station, but my... You've got a station? Wireless was a bit too old to pick you up. I don't know if it's the wireless. So I had to buy a new DIB radio. (laughs) DIB! A dib. A dib, dog. DIB radio. (laughs) And I plugged it in and it took me all day to tune it in. (laughs) I took all night last night to tune it in. I think you're about to find out it ain't worth the time. I couldn't find you at all. (laughs) Well, I think you're about to find out, Georgina, that you've probably wasted your time and quite a considerable amount of money on that dib radio. Yeah, we're fed up with LBC, but I remember listening to you. And you used to do all spooky music, and it was brilliant. What do you mean? I, I used to do spooky music? What, what the hell yeah, are you talking you did. about? Never. Um, oh, God, your memory must be worse than mine. <laughs> Who? T- tell me, right, listen, we don't like slagging off other radio stations here. It's not what we're about. But could you tell us um, no. exactly why you went off no, LBC listen, and why they're listen, so rubbish? Listen, listen I, am, I have been trying to tune out from LBC... For the last year, yes. Tell like, us why they've stopped doing. They've stopped doing Heather Jingles. Do you remember all that? God, you're Heather, Heather Jingles, Jingles and... went a long time ago. Chris, that was. Um... I know that. That's how old I am. Very old. I remember all that. Yeah, yeah, that was a lifetime ago. You but... used to be brilliant. I used to be brilliant. I do click yeah. click that, please. You used to be brilliant. Can you just hang on? Can you just say that again, Georgina? No. Okay. You are brilliant. There we go. Fine, thank this you. This is the first time I've found you since all those years. Right, well, let, hang on a second. Then, let, let, just stay there. Let me. Let me. Right. Let me see if I can find you a couple of greatest hits just to, to welcome you back in the uh, fold. Here we go. All right. Here's, here's a couple of greatest hits. I've lost oh. some, but I got a mouthful of sausage. Ring any bells? That's it. I got a mouthful of sausage. Okay. Um, That's it. My name yeah. is Khan. My name <laughs> is Khan. <laughs> And I think they're the only ones I got that um, that will mean anything to you. And you you used to have that funny man that used to phone you up, like Barry from somewhere. Barry, from, oh, I've got some bad news. Barry from Watford still phones us up. Oh, that's brilliant! I'm glad I've, uh, you know, I've spent good money on my okay, new. Okay. Uh, my name is Jasper, and I have a DIB radio that I've just bought. Well, well, do- who's that? Um, who's that person in the background? 
Um, that's you on the radio Sorry? in the next room, I think. No, you were talking to oh, someone. It could, it could be my husband. A biddly biddly bong. Could be. Well, listen, Georgina... Would you, would you like to speak to him? Oh, God, yes, I'd like to speak to him. I've been waiting years to speak to that guy. He owes me money. He, I'd like to bother, please. Sorry? Would you like to speak oh. to him, Lee, Tony? He doesn't know you from Adam, by the oh, way. Oh, Tony sounds like a dick. <laughs> Would you like to speak hate, to me on Tony. the radio, I hope Tony? Tony says no, because I don't want to speak to Tony. He sounds you like an right? a-hole. Sounds like the scum of the earth. Hello, it's oh, hey. Tony the Builder, Georgina's husband. Um, Good evening, Tony. What pleasure well, to speak to you. Well, used to um, listen to LBD all night. LBB? Right. LBB on the Dib, dib Radio? LBC. What's your problem with letters? Yeah. And booze? Yeah. You had a good and night tonight, Tony, the builder? We time and everything. We went, we went to get out for work. Yes. This and that, and everybody... Well, LB, oh, LB, LBB is LBC. closing down. He's dead. He's dead radio station. James O'Brien killed it. No, I don't know. Hmm? No, they closed it down tonight. Well, oh, jeez. Uh, have you had a good night tonight, Tone? Oh, my, my dear chap, I've been working hard. I like working hard, because I'm just a builder, man. You're just, well, as long as you don't build while you're drunk. Oh, I, I don't know about that. It's about nearly... Don't want any wonky houses. But, um... Okay. Uh, He's listening on yeah. the radio, so we'll... we'll uh, OK. All right, well, then, Tony and Georgina, it's so lovely to speak to you. Keep you live all night. Keep you all gonna... night. I don't know what time it's going to work. Okay, uh, gosh, again. I, I think those drugs are kicking in that I bought in 1996. Listen, uh, anyway, Ian Lee... Yes, Georgina? I, I didn't watch you on the Celebrity Jungle programme because I don't watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't, but... I happened to tune into the Daily Mail the other day... Yes. ..and it, I read that... You didn't have any listeners. We've got no listeners. And zero. I... It's just you and Tony now. And Tony doesn't like the show. Well, that's why we got through so quick. Or... That was a, that was a, okay. uh, well, listen, on that bombshell, we'll say thank you very much. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Don't use the F-bomb, please. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Slade Christmas album where they do Feed the World. Wow. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Ball, the late night alternative. You can call in about anything 
you want. Let's go to Laura. Damo, stay there. We'll come to you next, I promise. Let's go to Laura. Good evening, Laura. Hi. Hello, Hi. Laura. How are you doing this evening? Um, pretty terrible. Something, <clears throat> excuse me, my 19-year-old niece, Jade McGrath, um, she was in a psychiatric facility yesterday with her dad. Yes. And in Verdes, it was an open one. Right. And she, um, she, my brother spent nine hours with her. My brother lives in Edinburgh. Our, our mother lives in Inverness, not there. She, she went into hospital um, and she went missing. She told my brother she was going to... Uh-oh. Um, Go for a lie down, and she's been missing for about forty-eight hours now. Flipping heck! How um, how are you doing? You must be very worried. It's really sad. Sorry, I don't want to cry on the radio, but I mean, I, 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 I'm really worried. I know she's nineteen, but she didn't take a coat. She didn't take her phone. She didn't take her bag. Oh man! I know. Um, that's a tough one, isn't it? What? I know she's 19, but she's not, you know... If she's not well. Not... If she's not well, then it's it's uh, a worrying. You're right. If there isn't a phone and if, if there isn't... She hasn't got a coat, then that is a huge um, concern for everyone. Um, so uh, I, I'm guessing that friends and, you know, the, all the usual places have been checked out? Yes. Um, I'm not on Facebook, but I know that um, my brother you. told me that it's been circulated around Facebook... Widely, it's been my brother's contacted some radio stations. Um, the fact that she's where did she stay last night? Where is she now? You know, it's so worrying. Mm. Um, okay, well, listen, we I do, we can certainly we can certainly put out a little thing now. So, why don't you tell us uh, um, uh, where it was she was last seen and when it was? Well, the thing is that because she lives in... I know All I know is that it was a hospital in Inverness. OK, all right, so Inverness. Inverness is good enough. And do you know when the last time she was seen was? Yesterday sometime. I don't know exactly. I only found out yesterday afternoon oh, through a yeah. phone call to my dad. So I think it was yesterday afternoon, approximately. Okay. And what's, what's this young lady's name? Jade McGrath. Jade, OK. And what does Jade look like? Well, the thing is, because she lives in Aviemore, we don't really see her very often. I know it, like, because yeah. I don't know what colour her hair is at the moment. Sometimes okay. she dyes it grey, sometimes she dyes it red, sometimes she dyes it blonde. She's about five foot three, though. OK. Um, and you'll find photos of her on Facebook. I'm sure if it's been shared widely, you'll find a, fo- a recent photo of her. OK. Um, so what are you doing to look after yourself? Because um, the, the, the worrying isn't going to help, is it? I know that's, you know it's easy to say, don't worry, but of course you're going to worry. So how are you looking after yourself, Laura, to make sure that when she does rock up again, you, you've not... Well, she, uh, you know, I'm sure she will. When she does rock up again, you've not worn yourself to a frazzle. What are, what, how are you looking after yourself? Well, um, I just can't, you know, speak to family and friends about it and... Yeah. try and get uh, support from them and reassurance from them but it's really difficult because my brother's in bits and pieces my mum and dad yeah. are going up to have more to, in Inverness tomorrow uh, oh, we go. I've got the um, someone has just, a I've couple of people have just tweeted me the Northern Police um, right. picture of Jade now I'm guessing I'm guessing that the um, ears and the the bear's nose that's put on by a filter that she hasn't got e- those kind of ears and a bear's nose um, I'm going to retweet that. And give me just okay, retweet this. Hang you. on. This is the young lady we are talking 
about. And what did you say? You're her aunt or a cousin? I'm um, uh, her aunt. Okay, yeah. on the air right now. This is the young lady we're talking about on the air right now with her aunt Laura. Right. Anyone know anything? I am tweeting this article from the Sun as well. So um, it's in the papers even. It's on the Sun online. Saying that she's yeah. last seen in Leechkin yesterday afternoon. I don't know where Leechkin is. As I say, I don't live in Inverness. I'm guessing. Okay. Well, it's, in, it's in a couple of online things. It's on um, the Highland Times as well. So, and lots yeah. of people are now very kindly. Thank you, John, and thank you, Joe. Um, lots of people uh, are kind of tweeting me links to the story, and so is Jamie. Thank you, guys. Um, Hey, well, Laura, there, apart from that, there's, there's not a lot we can do here about Jade, but we're, of course, we're more than happy to mention it and, and, and retweet that. And when she turns up, it will be great. If you remember, it will be great yeah. if you could give us a call so that we can kind of say it, but I'm sure we'll see it on... Well, actually, it doesn't always get mentioned online when someone turns up. It, you know, it, it, yeah. people are so relieved. So if, if when she turns up, if you could let us know, that would be brilliant. Okay. Um, but I'm 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 worried about you, Laura, as as an aunt, and particularly if you've not seen her for a while. This is a really tough. This must be a really tough experience to go through. Do you um, do you do you think you'll you'll you've got a support group around you that can kind of help you not go nuts? Basically, is what I'm trying to say with worry. Um. Yes, and I mean, the thing is, I'm in a. I normally live uh, with somebody in my flat, but. I'm moving in the process of moving out at the moment, so I'm going back to my parents for a few days and before I move out, and they're going to be up in Inverness. But my sister and the person that I live with normally um, will be at my mum's. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'll have my sister and this other person at my mum's. So you know, I've always got them on the other end of the phone. I just hope she turns up. She's going to turn up. I'm, I'm sure she's going to turn up. Um... I, I just wish you the best of luck, Laura, and we're going to keep our fingers crossed, and I really hope that you phone us up later on tonight or tomorrow night uh, or Monday and say, yeah. yeah, she's turned up and she's cold and she's hungry and she, you know, and, and yeah. Yeah. I look look forward to hearing that, man. I really, really do. Thank you. Hey, no, listen, thank you, Laura, and best of luck to your family. And if you can think of any other ways uh, that we might be able to help, then just give us a call, OK? OK, thanks a lot. Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Take Laura. care. Bye-bye. And thanks to everyone Bye. who's already sharing on Twitter. Yeah, lots of people. I just I don't normally do that kind of thing, because I always wonder how useful they are, but I'm more than happy to share that. Um, gosh, what a poor, poor, unfortunate situation for everyone involved. And you can hear... Uh, well, you could hear how upset she was. Now, I mean, how desperate you've got to be to phone up this, this stupid show to say a member of my family's gone missing. Can you help? Mm. You know, how de- what a desperate situation. Phone us two idiots. Thank you for that, Laura. Um, we'll keep our fingers crossed. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that's gonna. That situation will be okay. I'm sure it will. Damo, if you wouldn't mind waiting, we'll, we'll just kind of play the ads and reset a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Steve Austin's back online. We're angry. Remember, <laughs> we got. Steve Austin was the old drunk fella that, that was abusing me on Twitter, threatening to beat me up. So all I did was report him to Twitter. He's in his 50s, right? And he got suspended for seven days, it turns out. I thought it'd be 12 hours. And he was just tweeting me, I'm back, you see. C-word. He phoned up the show and he was so thick and so dumb. 
it was, I mean, it wasn't even funny. It wasn't even entertaining. He's it, 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 like, well, he wasn't bothered that he'd been suspended, but he was obviously really, really bothered that he'd been suspended. Very triggered, very, very triggered snowflake attitude. And it ended with him, this is the strength of his argument. It ended with him, him going, oh, F you then, and slamming the phone down like a He did a lot idiot. of this kind of breathing. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> he was so angry and so bitter. Steve, I'm glad you're back on Twitter. Hope you've um, learnt your lesson. Um, and <laughs> and, uh, I'm glad you're still you not number. bothered. <laughs> still not bothered. Giving you the number if you want to call in, you'd be very, very welcome. It'd be nice to see what you've been up to in the last week. Maybe it'd be nice to see how you've grown. I wonder what books you've read. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't stop thinking about that poor girl and her family. I oh, know. Um, evening, Damo. Hello, Damo. Damo's been waiting for a while. He might have got bored and He's gone. Sleep. Damo! All right, Damo's gone. All right. Well, he was waiting for a while. He's not got the... Kids these days have not got the stamina. Hey, I did a nice thing. You know our, um, our, our friend Jeff, um, who'd like film stuff? Mm-hmm. He's... Um, let me find the link. So, uh, um, I can point people in the right direction. He, um, he's a lecturer, and he did this thing. My Twitter's going very slow today. I can't find it. He did this... Um, oh, I can't find the link. When, when I get the link, I'll do it, because otherwise there's no point in me telling you uh, about it, because I, I, I can't find it. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Exciting news. Someone tweeted this. Sorry, I can't remember who, but Dr Pimple Popper. It was Andy Kane, wasn't it? Andy! Dr Pimple Popper. What's her name? Sandra Lee. Um... He, she has re- she's releasing a board game. This game's out already, Pimple Pete, isn't it? She just whacking her name on it. I'm sure I've seen this game, Pimple Pete. Um, if you haven't been introduced to Doctor Pimple Popper, then well, good for you. She hosts a show where she goes around popping people's pimples. Hmm. I don't think it's got anything to do with her. No. Um. Yeah, no, yes, it does. If you are unfortunate enough to know who she is, then allow me to a brief moment to explain to those who don't. She's Sandra Lee, a 47-year-old doctor and dermatologist from California who has been educating, grossing out people about skincare over the internet for years now. Uh, Dr. Lee has now announced her latest venture, a board game named Pimple Pete. It involves a giant zip in, zit in the middle of the board, zit, that intermittently explodes as players play along with a game not dissimilar to Operation. Players attempt to pop spots on Pete's head, flicking a spinner that tells them which part of their head to target before they attempt to pop the zit. If they do it too hard, they get drenched by a big zit on his nose that is filled with water. You should fill it with pus. As the description on the box has it, box has it, turn after turn, the anticipation and nervous giggles increase as players wait to see who might be squirted with a surprise burst of pimple juice. I think that game's been out for ages. <laughs> I do. And I think... The marketing genius of Pete Pimple Popper and Dr. Lee have got together. I don't know if she's actually a doctor. Um, and She's a dermatologist. Yeah. You can abbreviate that to doctor, I suppose. <laughs> uh, good evening, Damo. Sorry, Ian. Sorry for dropping off. Sorry. You, you, you will be. You will be sorry when I, when I can't find you and I kick your ass. That's all right, man. I These things happen. You were waiting for a long rat. time. We appreciate your... it. What have you got for us tonight, Damo? Two questions. Yes. First question. Yeah. I live in Buckinghamshire. Okay, I'll come round for a cup of tea. Thanks very much. Question number two. And I believe you you took you you took a 
a little antelope or or deer to the wildlife hospital. I took a deer Ten- to Tiddlywinkles, yeah. In fact, Ten- Tiddlywinkles, yeah. 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 I must text him back, yes. How did that fare? How did that fare? It fared, it fared, what an excellent question. Um, I went and saw it about three or four weeks, probably about four weeks ago now. And right. uh, he was fine. He was improving. And I don't know if they've released it yet. In fact, let me text. I'm going to text Colin now because he texted me earlier. Um, Colin's my, one of my best mates. Shut one up. One of my best mates. You must know um, Tony Hadley then. I do know Tony Hadley. All the time I was there with Colin for an hour and a half, he kept saying to my kids, well, of course, I was talking to Tony Hadley. And He's I, got after the best I went, Colin, voice in the world. they're nine years old. They've got no idea who Tony Hadley is. He's got the best voice in the world. Oh, he's brilliant. I've met Tony. He's a lo- I've worked with Tony. He's a lovely, lovely yeah. bloke. Right. Hang on. Uh, uh, hey, Colin. On air with a drunk called Damo. Damo. He He'll know exactly who you're talking you about. He'll know exactly who you're talking about. What happened to my, let me put it, my dear. Thanks. Did you give the deer a name? They call it, um, I think they, no, they, 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 on the blackboard outside, it just said Lee Monkjack. So I think they kind of give it the name, I don't know. But when I saw it, it was fine, um, uh, and I think it's going to get uh, well, and they're going to release it, and it, it, was, oh. it was a beautiful moment. I'm going to pick it up a, a deer and putting it in the back of my car, back seat of my car. I'm good to hear that. I'm good to hear that. I'm good to hear that, too. Are you good to hear that, Catherine? Really I'm all good. right, yeah. Yeah. And can I say one more thing? Yeah, you had a second question. The most beautiful voice on the airwaves is Catherine Boyle. <laughs> Have another one, Damo. It's the most beautiful voice on the airwaves. <laughs> and it makes me it makes me sleep well. Because it's soothing and it's it, it's just it's just so pleasant. It's just so nice, you know. It's just your your husband is a lucky man. <laughs> Thanks, Damo. <laughs> what are you doing right now, Damo? Um, I'm just sat on my bed. Good lad, are you naked? No, I've got my PJs on. What, what are you PJs touching? <laughs> Stop it. I'm, no, 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 I'm not touching anything. You sure? Because I, I, I wouldn't mind. I can't speak on behalf of, of Catherine and her lovely voice. What would, you like, what would you like Catherine's lovely voice to say to you to help ease you into the night? Catherine, could you say, could you say this to me? Come on, Damo, finish up. <laughs> no, no, no. You can do it, son. Go on. Go on. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. This is a tender moment, Ian. Stop spoiling it. It's tender for him, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I would love to listen to your voice every night. Well, I do every night. Well, then. Well, Monday to Friday. So what would you like her to say to you tonight with that delicious voice of hers, Damo? <laughs> I would love her to say, Damo, how about cuddling up and having a romantic night? Okay, here we, here we go. go. Here, we, here go. we go. Ready, Damo. This is it. Okay. This is it. Hey, Damo. How yeah. about how about cuddling up and having a romantic night? Yeah. 
like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Thanks for calling, Damo. Dirty Damo. I love you guys. Take care. (laughs) Some people are easily pleased, aren't they? Isn't it, um, Just? um, Please send that clip and make it go viral. (laughs) That's the clip. That's the one that's going to get us viral. You demeaning yourself to a a piece of drunk man. Oh, no. I mean, it doesn't take an awful lot to make people happy, does it? (laughs) That's how desperate we are for listeners. We will perform sexual favours on anybody who phones in. Just happened to be Damo speaking to be Kath. Could be Terry speaking to me. Could be anybody. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Will Steve Austin. Um, Will Steve Austin, the, the tough guy on Twitter. I love it. The, the only thing that um, Twitter is good for is winding up thick people, <laughs> I've decided. Will will Steve Austin call, or is Steve Austin just... Steve? Steve? Big man? It's over to you, brother. It's not really a fair fight, is it's it? It's not fair fight. It's not, is it? Good evening, Star. Hello. Hello, Star. Cass. Oh, there we go. Guardian's upset now. And this is my problem, why? Because he likes calling you Bossette because it appeases him. It and you, him. you you sort of, like, knock him down every time. Yeah, I don't like and it. And then Dam- Damo calls in. Yeah. And it's like, he wants to beat the meat. Oh, God. <laughs> what a turn of phrase. <laughs> Why'd you, have to, why'd you have to demean it, Star? It was a romantic moment. No, but I, I do agree with you in some way. You have got a lovely voice, but come on, the way he was talking, you could just hear it in the way he was talking. I, I'd be honest, I thought I thought he was um, doing that as well. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I think he just, yeah. he just had you a could, few... You could hear it, couldn't you? The way, the way he was, like, putting the words out longer why? and longer. Why is it, right? All right, women are always ringing up and smooching up to Ian, and it's like, oh, that's fine. Oh, no, and he, no, and he no, sort of no, offers, no, he offers no. him out for, like, um, sex and um, drinks yeah, and things like that. I don't, I don't agree with that Sex either. and drinks. But wait a minute. Sometimes not in that order. But wow. one person <laughs> rings up, and I can make them happy just by speaking to them, and all of a sudden there's some sort of pervert. I think that you two have got a problem. You have. You're imagining my <laughs> listeners, my fans. <laughs> oh, she said it. She said it. She said it. Her doing, fans. Doing, doing, doing dirty things. The, I mean, right, I think well, that just, just for anyone that's just tuned in, um, <laughs> Catherine talks about her fans. This, this is what Catherine's fans sound like. Oh, beautiful voice. Oh, a minute. On the airwaves is Catherine Boyle. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let's get rid of these chickens. Shut up, chick. Shut up, Steve. Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's choking it. Hang on. Oh, flipping next star. The most beautiful voice on the airwaves is Catherine Boyle. And Catherine responds immediately with, "How about cuddling up and having a romantic night?" It's got you both a little bit, a we, bit of a flutter, hasn't it? We could sell that as a ringtone <coughs> for dirty perverts. OK, we're well, fine. Yeah. Make we sure could, I get a decent cut. We, we could sell that as a... Uh, <laughs> sorry? Hmm? 
We can. <laughs> You're a pervert. We can make an absolute. I mean, yeah. Fortune. <laughs> Why not? You know, I'm at home all day on my the own. My should... beautiful voice on the airwaves is Catherine Boyle. Says the most drunk person I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kath, so, what is it about being called Bosset that you don't like? Oh, it's just, it just horrible. Why? What's a Bosset? You are a boss and you're a woman, so you're a boss. Why does it have to be a difference? I'm just a boss. Well, hang on, you're not actually a boss. Yes, I am the, the boss. That, no, that's the thing that annoys me, is you're not a boss. I am. Well, technically, she, she's your producer. Well, yeah, exactly, the presenter so is the boss. Above of the, you. No, she's not. No, uh, you don't know how radio works. Of course she's not. I'm above her. Do you know how many producers Eamon Holmes has been through? You know. Well, come on, it's Eamon Holmes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't even be bothered to come into the studio. Whoa! What the, I will not have this slander, this <laughs> libel bandied around about one of my good friends and good buddies, Mr. Eamon Holmes. <laughs> no, I'm just listening to my best mate demeaning my job. Go on, carry on. What were you saying? Yeah. All, all I'm saying is <laughs> the most beautiful voice <laughs> on the airwaves is Catherine Boyle. Do you know what? Jealousy is a very ugly emotion. <laughs> I just think you all need to get over yourselves. Just remember that when, when Carol rings up again. Okay, then Susan. How about Susan instead then? Which one she's would you one prefer? She's, Susan she... or, or Carol? Hang on, just, right. They're both an- everyone every caller is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but you love it. You love it, Ian. Yeah, he I, does. I do love it. He does. I do yeah. love it. Um, does Kath know that her fan has now turned off and is having a... Oh, go away, John, please. <laughs> the goodbye. haters, man. Goodbye, the haters. The haters are going to hate. Oh three four 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 nine nine one. John, all you need to do is ring and I'll say, I'll say something nice to you too. You don't have to start, you know. How about cuddling? <laughs> romantic night? Stetson. That's old news. The hills are alive with the sound of music. What's it done, waiter? I'll have a pound of sausages, please. The most beautiful voice <laughs> on the airwaves is Catherine Boyle. A biddly biddly bong. Yeah, you're right. Even that. <laughs> <laughs> they just give me the heebie-jeebies. I'm not in a bad mood. I would not say yes. yes. But I Don't certainly would not say no. Did we get a word in Edgeware here? My pet monkey bit my mum's ear off. Have I won? Oh, three, four. It's a good little run there, isn't I it? I miss that woman who used to ring up and... Um, she was just furious all the time, wasn't she? Well, I would uh, not say yes. I'm not in a bad mood. No. Oh. I would not say yes. But she I certainly angry, would not say no. She could be furious by herself in a phone box. And not like Damo. Yeah, she was... Um... She was very, 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 very angry uh, lady, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. It's such a relief. Not, barely interacting on Twitter now. It's only day two, again. Did it for a few months, then it went back for a month. Uh, and it's great. I've got nothing really need to sell. I'll be tweeting about the show on the 9th of December next week. I'll tweet about that because we could sell a few more tickets for the early show. The late show is sold out. Sell a few more for the early show. But that's it. Got nothing to say. I might tweet about Twitch when I'm going on there, but that's it. And um, when I do Good Morning Britain, not so much now, but um, 
you get abuse. You go and look on Twitter afterwards, you get abuse. Yeah, but I looked at those, and very often it's people who write something every oh, yeah. day. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't change. It doesn't change the effect that it has. No, the I fact know that they're doing that. Um, but it was great. I didn't reply to them, didn't retweet them, just blocked them, just blocked them, and I moved on, and it felt good. And I've just muted Steve Austin now. It felt so good. Steve, if you want to call in, you're very, very welcome. you got the number, but I suspect, you know, because it's, cause it's words and brains that you ain't up to the battle, and that's fine, man. Admit defeat. Now, yeah, you could beat me in a fight. You're a tough guy. You're a big tough guy. You could beat me in a fight unless I was allowed my nunchucks, um, in which case I'd destroy you. But you're fine. You can beat me up in a fight. I'll beat you in every other aspect of life. And that, I'm cool with that, man. And you should be cool with that. Peace and love. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Uh, Matt is on the line. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, how are we? Well, are you, not me. That's absolutely zero of your concern, young man. Okay, fair enough. Young. God, I've just turned 45. I'm not young. Uh, we're old. I just turned 45. Welcome to the 45 Club. Yeah, I think I've heard that it's, uh, it's the place to be. You get fat. You uh, struggle getting out of bed in the morning. You get fat. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm fatter yeah. than I've ever been in my life, and I hate it. I'm staying in this hotel. You always look different in different mirrors. What's that all about? You always look different in different mirrors. And I just see myself in this mirror, and I've got big, big old titties, big old belly, and I think, oh man, that can is not. Your, your, can you still see your old chap when you're standing? I can up see like my penis that. because I'm very, very well endowed there. Uh, there I, I say well endowed, I mean it's like a, a weird shape, so it kind of curls around the fat of the belly. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's peculiar, <laughs> peculiar shape. Um, and also, I have a series of mirrors erected on my knees. <laughs> um, but it's not, and here's the thing, I just can't shift the weight. I'm eating better, I'm eating less, I'm not exercising as much as I could, but, uh, you know, I, but I, I just can't shift this weight. I cannot shift it, Matt. So milking the cows in the morning get you, uh, get you exercised? Oh, on the farm, he means. I thought that was a euphemism as well. <laughs> well no, not a euphemism. Well, I suppose it could be. Depending. It could be, no. Um, anyway, what have you... <clears throat> what have you got? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Right, I just had this email. Go on. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your recent report about Steve Austin. We've reviewed your report carefully and suspended the account you reported. <laughs> Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll have a phone call in about five minutes with someone who's not bothered. What a Wally. <laughs> His first tweet back from being suspended was calling me a c-word and asking if I missed him. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that's really made me laugh. I wasn't sure if that would happen. Right, go on, Matt. Well, I was calling in to see if I could avail myself of this new service that Cat has launched. <laughs> oh, blimey! Right, okay. People off to sleep. Phone's ringing. Um, Be quick. Steve's on the other line. All right. <laughs> um, oh, well, if, if it's Steve on the line, then you just get, get rid of me. It's not that funny. No, <laughs> you, want, you want Kath to talk dirty to you because you're a I dirty little boy. A specific phrase to me which would help me to get off to sleep. Oh, my God. Right, OK. Go on. Um, can you say in the broadest Mancunian type <laughs> dialect available, put your wellies on and get in the wheelbarrow? <laughs> OK. This is bordering on that bespoke porn thing that um, they talk about in the yeah, butterfly effect. All right, then you're ready, Steve. You brace yourself. Yeah, hang on a sec. I'm calling you, Steve. Right. Just rearranging my frock. <laughs> right. 
Get your wellies on and get in that wheelbarrow. Oh, good night. Go away, dirty boy. <laughs> he hung up. Look. What is going on? What is happening to this? We are demeaning ourselves. Oh, Let's take a quick break so we've got plenty of time for um, Steve Austin when he gets back. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Was it him? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. <laughs> Three, four, four. Well, Steve did call in and then Steve put the phone down. He won't answer the phone now. He's a little bit upset. Do you think he's been suspended off the telephone? (laughs) Maybe his mum has found out what he's doing (laughs) on their (laughs) dial-up. She's, no! You're not using using any of the equipment in the house anymore. Um, Switchboards, they look up to 11.40 and the switchboard's empty for the first time. I can't stop thinking about that young lady. Um, It was Laura we spoke to, wasn't it? it And her niece, Jade. Jade McGrath. Um... And I get sent, I never do those retweets of such and such is missing because um never sure how successful they are. And I also think if I do one, then you've got to do all of them. More than happy to do that one, of course. If she's phoned up the show, then, you know, there's a connection. And, of course, we'll, we'll do that. Um, the other thing is that often you, you'll see those and you think, gosh, that's terrible. And you're about to retweet. But if you don't check the thread, yeah. sometimes halfway down the thread, it says they've been found. Sometimes they're hoaxes yeah. as well. Sometimes they're hoaxes. People fake it quite often when there's... Um, they were doing it at, like, the Manchester bomb and things, weren't yeah. they? People were... Uh, and and the, so a lot of the gun massacres, you know, and the idiots go around murdering kids in schools in America. People will post... In fact, I think I might have retweeted a fake one for Manchester. I've got a feeling I might have done, actually. Um, so you, you, you have got to be... And I, I... Do you know what? Not so much with things like that, but I get the gag of... Getting, you know, there's nothing. Getting Donald Trump to retweet someone. Oh, a picture of Jimmy Savile saying, "My, this is my granddad, and he would have been ninety today." That's a funny gag. That's a funny gag. Uh, It's not funny, I think, when it's the terrorist atrocity. But I could see actually how some people could find that funny. I don't. I don't find it funny. I find it very offensive. I find it sick. But I could see how someone could. I I do see how someone could find it funny. You know, in that way. Um, But. you, I mean, you, you, you do wonder, I don't, let's not speak about Jade specifically because I don't upset her family anymore, but, but when people do go, uh, go missing, and often, more often than not they, they rock up, and that's cool, but you just think, well, what state is their head in? How are they keeping warm? How are they eating? Mm. Why do they think they've got to go and do it? Poor woman, I hope she's fine. I did, and I, 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 I didn't understand, what, she said something about her, sometimes her hair is grey. It's that Thing which I really like that that young women seem to be doing more and more, where they before it was you, you want to keep the grey out, no one wanted grey, but now they sort of dye people dye their hair, women dye their hair like this sort of weird silvery colour, silvery grey. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good look. I th- yeah. I'm, I think I could pull that off. I think I could. Pull, you know, well, you know, the other day when we we're in the restaurant, my my beard is now so long I can do a little ponytail at the front. Yeah, that was a look. That was a look. Huh? I like that. Um, so I'm into yeah, hair like experiments. Cat weasel. I might get the beard chopped off tomorrow. Um, I might. Go, I really want to go for a tash, but I don't want to do it in November because everyone goes, "Oh, November." You go, "No, actually." So I might get. I might go for a tash next week. 
Maybe. You're not convinced by it. I'm not convinced by it, but... It's your face. Experiment. I think Thank men you so have, much, Catherine. Men have precious little room in which to experiment. You know, I can have a go in the dressing-up box whenever I yeah. like. As a woman, I can, like, play with different images and stuff. I never have the same haircut for more than six months, really. Right, Madonna, listen to you. I don't. I get bored of it, yeah. so, you know. Well, I, I'm, I'm bored of shaving downstairs now. Um, I've done all the, the topiary and, you know, the... Pajazzle. Yeah, I've done P- all of pajazzle, that. Pajazzle, rather. Um, I've, and I've, I've done the penis lightning. I've done the a-hole lightning. Done all of all of that. So maybe the moustache is the the way forward. Mm. I think. Yeah, leave the old chap alone for a bit. Yeah, I think I think I'll leave the old fella. Um, to have a you can use the same clippers. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Give him a wash first, eh? My genitals are clean. Well, you say that. My face isn't. Um, good evening, Alistair. Evening, you both. Alistair! Yes. Come on, brother! Yes. What is this? I know. I know. What? what, what listen, we're going to keep this brief, because like I said yesterday, and you probably don't remember, I don't like drunk Alistair. I like sober Alistair a lot. Sober Alistair is a great guy. He's a funny guy. He's intelligent. He's sharp. He's caring. He's kind. He is precious, priceless, and valuable. He is an asset to society and an asset to this show. And uh, drunk Alistair, I don't get on so well with, man. Okay. I would... I'm sorry. You have nothing to apologise for. You have absolutely nothing to apologise to me for. There may be other people you might need to apologise to. But here's the thing, man. An apology when you're drunk don't mean nothing. And also, genuinely, you have nothing to apologise to me for. Um, But, like I said yesterday, I'm going to be firm on this, Alistair. I I really don't want to speak to to drunk Alistair. When sober Alistair pops up, and I'm hoping it's tomorrow night, um, and if not tomorrow night, I'm hoping it's Monday night... Well, let's try and make it tomorrow night. Let's let's let's. Can we aim for sober Alistair? Maybe slightly headachey, hungover Alistair. But can we hope? Can we try and arrange for sober Alistair to give me a call in twenty-four hours' time? Okay. Can we? Can we? Can we? Do you reckon you can try for that? Certainly will, sir. Because I tell you what, man. Everybody yeah. listening right now has got their fingers crossed and is rooting for you to. See if you can wake up the sober part of you and get him back on on the show yeah. to us tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. You got this, man. I just want to say I, lo- I love you. I love you. Guys. Okay. All right. Nice one, Alistair. We'll speak to you tomorrow, sober. Cheers, bud. Cheers, fella. Bye, bye. That's a shame, man. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a tough old battle, isn't it? Isn't it? And it just. And it just. Um. <sighs> Come on, man. You can do this. You can flip and do this. No, you can do it. Um, I know people that have died of that shit, you know, and uh, it, it don't, it don't, it don't take much to go the to go the wrong way. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call, Catherine. What delights? Oh, have you? Because you've been, you dig around on the internet, you come up with a story. Where the hell are you going, boy? Gonna have to go somewhere. You can go if you want. You can go for a little walk. Go and stretch your legs. Go for a run. I know you're a sports guy, sporty guy. Go for a run. A sports guy. He's a sports guy. He likes his, likes his fitness. He he's does. running. He's a running man. He's a running man. Oh, he's on my uh, SH1T list. Why? Because he jumped out at me. He he jumped out oh, at yeah, me. He did. The other day scared me. Just remembered. Just remembered. All right, listen to this. In South Korea, people who just want oh, a well, bit. We'll bring it on. Oh, here we go. Oh, All right, go, oh. sit down. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. He's younger than you. Sit down. Yeah, exactly. It's not worth it. Exactly. It's not 
show him what an older man can do. How I can be a very sensitive lover if I wanted to. It's irrelevant to this conversation, oh, okay. but I will bring it on, boy. Bring it on. I'll bring it on by texting Denny and telling him not to put him on this shift anymore. Well, you know we'll get instead. All right, we'll keep Sam. All right, love it. I can do it now. All right, love it. I don't get the show. I don't listen. But I'll have a go. <laughs> anyway, right, so... <laughs> in South Korea, they work so hard, right, that they're sending themselves to prison. I was working as a prisoner in South Korea. Since 2013. When I met you. Okay. You picked me up, you turned around, you got by my heart. I did what? I still want you. Oh. But after all this time, I don't know what I can say. You got this thing going on. I want to know the difference and my heartache is real. Let's have some fun. In prison. Don't. Don't you want me? No. You know I can't believe it when you hear that you won't see this. Don't. See what? Don't you want oh, me? Oh, no, not that. You know I don't believe you now and I will never leave you. Put you where you are. I bought you down a car. You better <laughs> give it back or you will both be sorry. Don't you want me, Catherine? Don't you want me? Oh, don't you want me, Catherine? Don't you want me? Oh! What was the other song? Is they this did? because of Damo? Yeah, it is. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous of Damo. <laughs> okay, let's all calm down, shall we? <laughs> oh, dear. Since 2013, the prison inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Not inside me. Can we get it's a K-pass? The prison inside they take you down me. and insert you into Catherine Ball and you can have a look at her prison. <laughs> many, many prisons there, including Damo's soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, why do they call it this? The prison inside me has housed more than 2,000 people seeking an escape from the country's relentless working culture. <laughs> oh. 2,000. For South Koreans... A fake 24-hour fake prison is on hand to provide them with a sense of freedom. Named the prison inside me. <laughs> what a terrible, terrible name. It probably scans better in Korean. Yes. The unconventional getaway charges refuge seekers £70 to live in solitary confinement for 24 hours. Why not just stay indoors? Exactly. Feel like wearing the track. You, just stay you, get, indoors? You, you get a tracksuit. When I when I'm when I'm at home, I'm in solitary confinement. Yeah. Apart from the cat I've got and the, the two new cats coming um in nine days' time. All right. Well well Sorry. Uh, but so I I'm in solitary yeah, but confinement. They, they take you right here here's here's the experience you get for your seventy pounds. Yes. Inside the prison walls is a complete ban on any kind of communication, including mobile phones, clocks, and even mirrors. I'd smuggle one up my bum. Why? Well, no one's going to beat me. I'm going to beat the man. So, yeah, OK, I'll go to this. I'll, go, I'll do solitary. I'll do it standing on my head. I'll do a five-stretch. But I'm taking the phone up my bum. What? But you're paying to not... Yeah, exactly. Wow. And I'm going to uh, make some shanks. This guy's loco. Yep. I'm going to make some shanks. And Bigfoot. Hmm? Shanks and Bigfoot. Who's that? Sweet like chocolate. What's that song? Yeah. I like that. Nice. That's a nice song. There. My mother in law used to think it's called uh, Chocolate Boy, but it wasn't. It was called Sweet Like Chocolate, so the worst, comma, Boy. The worst song I've ever heard in my life that was, <laughs> was very, very popular. 
yeah. when I was um, younger was... Um, what's the was thing? it, why waste your time? You know you got to be mine. No. That was awful. It was... Um, Oh, it was like it was like the sing the first one again. It had that vibe. Sweet like chocolate, sweet like chocolate boy. Was there one like that, but about champagne? Sweet like champagne. No, <laughs> I'm your champagne lover. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a very very specific song. I don't know if it was a chart hit, but it was something big in the clubs back in the day. Um, champagne was a band, wasn't it? No. It's a drink, I think. <laughs> <laughs> champagne song. <laughs> uh, it might not have actually had champagne in it. Oh, or maybe it was like Sweet Kisses. Champagne Kisses? No. Just, that was 2014. S- sweet Kisses. Sweet Kisses? Oh! Um, yes, come on. Come on. What's that song, Ian? Come on. Come on. I've got it. I know exactly what it is. Go right, on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What terrible, terrible song. This was everywhere. This was all in the clubs. You'll know this. You'll know this. You'll know this. Let me be your fantasy. This is a great song. It's a terrible song. Baby D, isn't it? Let me be your fantasy. Coming up! Yes! Let me be your fantasy. I like this song. But then there was... um... There was like a... Uh... It was her, and then there was Olive, and, and they were of a similar Olive vibe. Olive was great. Olive was great. I've got the Olive album, right? And that was great. But this was like... It was like a dance This. Is that the dancing you used to do? Anyway. I used to love that song. You hated it. It's terrible. It was far worse then. Name one. Oh, I've already done it. So what was the Olive hit? You're not alone. What was the better Olive song that wasn't such a big oh, hit? Oh, there was a really good one. She had a great... I've got the album. I got it free from Nescafe. I got like a load of canisters of, so- of songs. Canisters of songs? <laughs> yeah, they were in like weird canisters. And one of them was like club hits. And I'm pretty sure Olive was on that one. This is... Um... This is a, this is the song. This is the song that was better. Listen to Two this. Faces, yes. Playing with my trust in you. You cover all your traces. Watch me relax with you. It's insidious. Insidious. Creep away and do Wait till you get to the chorus. It's a great chorus. Great for gospel chorus. I used to really song. like Dubstar. Do you remember Dubstar? What was Dubstar's song? Stars was one. Um, 
Okay. It was a, it, it basically the same factory that they got them from. I remember coming back from Pakistan, and we there was way behind on the music. We watched like a month old Top of the Pops, but I bought Hatsun album, I bought Olive, and I bought Sean McGuire today. Today, <laughs> Sean McGuire. <laughs> remember this one? It's not so groovy this one. There was yeah. one called Not So Manic Now. Do you remember that one? Dubstar. I do, I do, I do. Oh, those were the days, Those were they? the days. Everybody's young and innocent. And now we're old and jaded and nearly dead. Hey, wasn't... Um, we'll do that prison story when we get back, because it's a good story. Uh, we've only got a minute. We watched um, Vic Reeves' Big Night Out is oh, back on. And he's so been brilliant. Yeah. Is funny, man. And Vaughn's on it. Vaughn, I think we can say this now. We couldn't say this. Vaughn is, was a caller to this show. Vaughn's the, the guy with cancer who argued with Noel Edmonds. And Vaughn would, would, would call this show. He's, now he's a big star. He's never going to call us never again. Never going to speak to us again. Never no. going to speak to us again. But um, Bob Mortimer, it turns out I didn't know this, Bob Mortimer used to listen to this show. Yeah. I've been trying to persuade him to phone in and he won't. But he used to listen to this show and he heard Vaughan doing phoning up and he doing discovered Vaughan. Doing a silly voice. Yeah. And he emailed me saying, Can you can you um give me Vaughan's details? I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having a chat with him. Now he's the he's the third he, now he's Les, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's he's um um donkey, Ekibawa, isn't he? Yeah. It, it's Uncle incredi- Peter. Yeah, that's it. It's incredible. What a thrill. In fact I'm gonna email him and say congratulaziano. Uh oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
so cruel, keeping this a secret fool. You surely are. It's all you, blind to all the damage done. You go too far. Couldn't you have told me before? I was expecting that was great. So, doing some digging around about um, Olive. Do you know the name of the singer in Olive? No. Ruth Ann is her first name, hyphenated. Last name, you should know her, is Boyle. Ah. Ruth Ann Boyle! One of yours! One of the clan! There were a lot of us. One of the clan. I enjoyed that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know if I've still got that album. I think I'm, I don't remember seeing that. A lot of my stuff's gone missing. Blue Slade in Flame. I've had to rebuy Slade in Flame, but it's not the version with the DVD and the album. It's just the version with the album, which I'm holding here. I'm going to get Dave to sign it tomorrow, my precious. Um, but a lot of stuff I chucked out, stuff I got rid of, stuff seems to have gone missing, stuff I think may have been shifted when I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying, ma'am? Anyway, 03. Uh, it says she's got... Um, hang on, what did I say her, that her name was? Ruthanne Boyle. Because she released a solo album, but only on the old iTunes. Let's, uh, let's, have, a little, um, let's have a little listen. Let's have a, uh, was she called Olive because it was like Olive Boyle, Olive Oil? No. All right. It was, that was the name of the group. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, is that where it came from? No. Okay. Um, Just curious. Okay, well, it's, actually, it's not really any of your business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if oh, I, but it is. It's a family matter. Wonder, where, where, where is, I want to find Ruth Ann Boyle. Hang on a second. Let's go to YouTube. Ruth Ann Boyle. I'm fascinated now. Fascinated by Ruth Ann Boyle. Um, here we go. Here we go. This is. Uh... Oh yeah. I'm a bit bored now. Uh, let's go to John, then we'll do your Korean prisoners. You mean the prison inside me? Yeah. Hello, John. Hey, Ian. Hello. Hey, first time caller for me. Hey, well, it's it's a first time call from you for me, so this is great well, news. I feel really privileged to talk to you, Ian. I remember watching the telly many years ago. How are you doing? I remember watching the telly many years ago as well. I'm oh, doing... come on, don't give me that. Come on. Doing, I'm doing very well, Jonathan. What have you got for us tonight? Well, I, I, I was I, I listened to your your um, piece on that was put in the mail the other day, and uh, and I thought I'd give you a call and uh, come and say hello. Well, you've called. Hello, don't worry, I'm fine. I'm not going anywhere at the moment. Well, I'm glad to hear that because yeah. uh, you shouldn't do. No, well, here's the thing. Um, you know, it was. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm struggling with coming off of antidepressants at the moment, which which oh. sometimes which makes me is making me a little bit emotional pretty Being much there, every yeah. other day. So it, it's nuts, isn't it? You've come off them, have you? Well, many years ago, so it's I know what that's like. Yeah. It's hard work. Um, you'll so, get there, mate. You'll no, I will. There. I will. But it just it just means I'm doing it in a very public forum because I'm on the radio and I'm on the TV. And 
So if I, if I have a wobble, normally, you know, if I was having a wobble in another job, it would just probably be Kath and Sam that hear it, or I could go to the toilets and have a little wobble and punch the wall. I have a wobble, I'm doing it in front of literally tens of people who are listening the, the to it. The beauty us. is, Ian, it brought, brought your show to my attention, and I'm, I'm listening in. There we go! Well, in that yeah. case, it worked. You know, this is the thing. It was, it was, it's all publicity. What was really good about that story was, they put the name of the radio station and what time the show was on. Exactly. Great! Yeah. That'll do me. Oh, well, and so you found me through that story, did you, John? Yeah, and I, I, oh, I remember brother. you way back in the day on Games Master. And, and actually, I, 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 well, I remember chatting to a friend of mine who's no longer with us, but oh. he used to be a big fan of yours. And uh, so I read that the other day and I yes. thought, sorry, I'm going to give him a call. Oh, well, I, bless you, brother. I just, just you know, for fact fans, it wasn't, I wasn't Games Master. That was... Um, Dominic Diamond. Dominic Diamond. And then well, it was... You, then. you did a computer game I did show. Thumb Bandits that was a little bit disappointing. Oh, that was better, though. No. No, it was. That's why I remember you. Oh, well, who was? But who replaced Dominic Diamond? Oh, who cares? No, it's a good one. He's been on the show. I can't but remember. You, his... Hang you on, were hang a big on. Fan of Spectrums, as far as I remember. I was a big fan of Spectrums, but hang on one second, John, because I'm challenging. I'm, uh, um, Catherine's brain is just starting to click into gear. Is it? Um, been a guest on the show. Is it? Off? Has he been a couple of times? He's been on once. Oh. On the phone, I, I, he came on because I walked. I walked parallel with him in the street. And no, not Dexter him. Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher took over from Dominic Diamond on Games Master. He's yeah, great. No, I'm He's not brilliant. sure about that. Uh, what do you mean you're not sure about it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, Tell us about on. your Spectrum fandom. Well, I didn't. I didn't have a Spectrum. I was a Dragon Thirty Two. Then I was a BBC Micro. But my friend Michael had a Spectrum, and I used to go around there and used to think that well, it did have cooler games. Definitely oh, cooler fantastic. games. Although yeah, there were some great games. There were there were some great games on the BBC. I think the the version of Chucky Egg on the BBC was better. It I tell you, a better. great game on the BBC that I've now I've just downloaded on my phone, and my boys love it. Repton. Now get Repton and Repton Three. You can download on your phone, and my boys love it. No, no, Repton wasn't wasn't as good as Frack. Frack was much. Better. Oh no, it's no, it's much. But listen, I don't want to, I don't want to um, cut you okay. off because you're wrong. But, okay. but Repton was much much. Frack looked good, but it didn't really have playability. You were a caveman who had a yo-yo. That was that was Frack. I remember Repton. Yeah, Repton was a great guy. I've got I've got Repton on my phone, Catherine. Oh. Repton one and Repton three, and the boys absolutely love it. They love it. They love it, John. Go and download it. Look, well, look, look. I remember Repton. It was it had Repton one, Repton two, Repton three, and it didn't so really do it for me. Got to be honest. All right. Well, they, you know that's why we're all different. Look at that. Look. Ooh, get those diamonds. Get those diamonds. So, how is life for you, John? How you doing, brother? Like life's good, Ian. It's uh, no, there are ups and downs. I actually got sacked two weeks ago, which oh. was, um, but it worked out quite well. Because um, I, 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 if I don't give my surname, it'll all be okay. But I got sacked by a bank. Okay. And uh, they, but, but they put me on guarding leave for the next two weeks. So Get whilst, money. Whilst the people who I was working with are, are staying miserable, mm. I'm here happy and I'm getting paid for it. Uh, well, listen, I, I, if anybody, if any employer wants to put me on gardening leave, then I will, I will shake your hand and I will <laughs> take it with great, great glee. Yes, sir. Yeah. You're yeah, paying me to I, stay at home? Wow. Well, it's not only that. I went out the next day and got another job, so it's all okay. Oh, sweet as a nut. Well done, yeah. you, John. Well, you enjoy the good times. Yeah, and Christmas is coming up, so we're going to have a lot of fun. I heard today that a friend of mine, his restaurant in Birmingham is up for an award, oh. and I'm going to see my friend uh, in uh, Romford next week, going to sort him out with a Cody box. Uh, Probably shouldn't say that. Well, no, Cody boxes are absolutely legal as long as you don't do anything illegal on them, which, of course, we couldn't conduct, condone. Uh, well, John, it sounds like you're living, as uh, my good friend Ricky Martin once said, La Vida Loca. I am, yeah. And, nice uh, one. Uh, was he in Narcos? 
Sorry, was Ricky Martin Narcos? He probably should be. He, yeah, I think he should be. No, Have you seen all. a new series of that? No, I don't really watch television, John. No, not not Narcos? No, nope, never seen Narcos. I tell you, Narcos is brilliant. Just Are you thinking of Nando's? Because I've seen Nando's. I'd watch a series about Nando's. No, Narcos is brilliant because it's in Spanish. You actually have to watch it properly. You can't just zone off and, Catherine, and uh, not, not pay attention. Uh, Catherine Pablo Espanol. Sí. So, un poquito. Yes, exactly. Podría you pensar en lo, you, en, en lo, que, lo que quiero y, y no yeah. prestar atención. Okay, so she could watch that and turn the subtitles off. Can mm -hmm. you turn the subtitles off on it? On Cody. Right, okay, you, you, right. We, uh, uh, I've no idea what you're talking about. John, yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for calling and call again. Thanks, thanks Ian. Take care, Thank mate. you, mate. Tutty bye. There you go. You see, it worked. The meltdown worked. Um, it's quarter past twelve. I know. Look at that. I'm going to be up in four and a half hours. Oh uh, dear. Look at that. <laughs> Uh, well, I get to go back and have a little doze. Well, I don't really, because I've got to come in tomorrow for lunch. I mean, look, great. We're having lunch with the boss. I know, but it means that I take Little into school and rather than falling back into bed, I have to get up and get busy. Come, come in early and have a little doze in the car. I might. <coughs> oh, <coughs> when you pops. Um, it's life, isn't it? It's life. It's real life. Lon it's real London. It's real life. Busy. Oh, I think I'll be sick. Uh, this is Talk Radio. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, oh, the switchboard is empty. We're a bit busy all night tonight. Busy. The, the, the phones have been really busy the last couple of weeks since I went nuts. I need to go nuts more often no, on air. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good show. The, the show went nuts. It was a good old show. As I knew it would be, you do something as dramatic as that. And it was genuine. I'm not saying it was a, it was a piece. Part of me thought, well, maybe I should retrospectively claim it was a piece. Uh, save my blushes. You know, you know this show. is we, can't, we wear our hearts on our sleeves. Uh, it was real. It was a real moment of frustration and I know a few people tried to use it as a weapon against me and so thank you um uh no uh, don't even name them no, um, well okay well thank you the website and thank you the bell end um because we got at least one new in fact we got two, i know we got another listener who said who said well, i'm gonna start listening to this because of this we've got a new caller so thank you thank you thank you you see it, it, it's a punt this show um and it's not always good. It doesn't always work. Sometimes it's, I think it's a real stinker. Uh, but you're not going to get this honesty anywhere else. And sometimes it's uncomfortable, you know. And if it's, you find it too uncomfortable, switch off and come back half an hour later or come back tomorrow. You know, it's all groovy, man. Better out than in. Better, well. But I wish you'd put it in. Tell me. No, I mean, away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about the prison inside me. <laughs> you are what can only be described as a dirty pervert. That really was. Sorry, everyone. Talk Sorry. radio weeknights from ten. Oh, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, the late night alternative. <laughs> There's another video. Clip oh on. no, I yeah, can't. Come on, we need to. We need to promote this show. Get that video. Clip. Every single one's about me being some sort of deviant. Yeah. Well, you're lucky. I couldn't well. find the dirty pervert. Clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! Um, They've cancelled Brexit. That's not it, is it? Is that right, it? No, that's okay. not it. Um, <laughs> um, I've really got to sort these clips out. 
What would be the one event that you would like to happen that hasn't happened? What's the one bit of proof that you would like to go to a base and get? I've never seen a, a phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front of me. It's funny, that, isn't it? Go on, tell us, tell us about the prison inside Hang on, you. I'm just writing to the social media guys, just okay. to dub myself in. Hang on. What time was that? It was uh, about just after 12. 12.15-ish. <laughs> well, it was 12.17, 12, 12, 12 if you want to be precise. Whatever. Well, you say whatever, but I like precision. Precision. So I'm meeting the three finalists of The X Factor tomorrow. Oh, good. Tony, uh, Timmy and Dozy. And uh, we're going to have a great time. Right. I'm going to convince them to join to join my record label, and it'll be fun. Tell me about the prison inside of you, Catherine. <laughs> it's not inside me. It's disgusting. <laughs> What's it called? God, it's called the prison inside me. Blind me! Some people think it's a holiday camp. <laughs> well, there's enough room. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Misbehave, there'll be no Xbox for you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is in South Korea, where people have such a hellish time at work that they're paying £70 to be locked up, right? In this place called The Prison Inside Me, which I imagine scans better in South Korean. Um, it charges £70 to live in solitary confinement for 24 hours. Smuggle a phone in. That's where we were. Right, we're yes. back where we are. 40 minutes later, we're back. I smuggled the phone in up my bum. Carry on. Carry on. Since opening in 2013, the facility, located in Hongcheon, has played host to more than 2,000 stressed workers and students seeking an escape from the country's notoriously demanding academic and working culture. Inside the prison walls, there's a complete ban on any kind of communication. You can't take a mobile phone in there. You can't take a clock in there. There are no mirrors. This sounds crazy, because you can go to, like, retreats where you have to hand in... Yeah. Your, your technology as you go in. Do you think it might cost more than £70, though? And do you get a tracksuit? Because these guys get a tracksuit. OK. Right. OK. 28 five-square-metre cool. cells. Uh, residents spend most of their confinement in a room with a, a diary, a yoga mat and a panic button. <sighs> but they can also take part in spiritual group activities if they want. The residents also wear traditional... Spiritual. yeah, all right. They also wear traditional prison jumpsuits <laughs> and are served meals through their hatch... Sorry? No, through the hatch of a locked cell door. Okay. <laughs> isn't that funny old world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, go on. A study from the Organisation for Economic Cooperation, Cooperation and Development... Or Make the... sure you get this right, because I don't want the spokesperson for another study <laughs> hey, for economic development. I'm going to get it touch. right. OK. All right. Or the OECD yeah. found that South Koreans work an average of 2,000 hours in 2017, deemed it the most overworked nation in Asia. The country's suicide rate is also among one of the highest in the world, more than double of that of the US. Uh, 28-year-old customer, Park hai Ri says, ironically, it feels Where like... Where is this... he, Park? Park hai Ri Says, Hi-ri. ironically, it feels this prison is giving me a sense of freedom. Co-founder, Noj Ji Hyang, says, part of the inspiration... He nodges what? It says part of the inspiration for the mock prison came from her husband, a local prosecutor, who often worked about 100 hours per week. At first, people say it would be stuffy to be in a prison cell, but after their stay, they say this isn't a prison. The real prison is where they return to. God. Isn't that awful? Isn't uh, Japan like that as well? No. In that people no. fall asleep at their desks no. and... Yes, people no. hate... Oh, Japan is, yes. Yeah, they work, well, they work them to death. Work them to death, yeah. Or, or, or yeah, they, they die... 
or they commit suicide. But it's not it's not all Japan's like that, you know. It's, 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 but there it's, is a culture of well, there's not a culture of dying at work. Um, no, I think you've got to be careful of these mass generalizations. They work extremely hard. Well, I, it and would diligently. appear that the Asians mm. do. Mm. I would say between one and one hundred percent of Asians do. <laughs> Somewhere between there. Frankie and Benny's has become the first family restaurant in Britain to ban the use of mobile phones. The food chain made the move in a bid. Well, they made the move in a bid to get in the newspapers and on shows like this. And do you know what? It's worked. Yeah. Because, uh, well, when we went out for um, that lovely meal at Mildred's the other night, I made a point of leaving my phone in my coat, which I hung up um, at, at the entrance, mm-hmm. so that I'd be sat there and you would have to talk to me. Admittedly, you, you, you brought your phone to the table. Oh, no, I didn't have it at the table. It was in my handbag. Which your handbag was? Next to me, because it uh, had everything table. in it. Your oh, I'm not going to... Right, this no, is London, right? I'm not no, leaving my handbag. No, but it's just, Unattended, on a peg. I'm just pointing out the contradiction of what you said. First of all, you said you... I don't have the phone on the table, ever. That wasn't what you said. What you said was you didn't have the phone with you. And then, upon further questioning, it turns out the phone was actually was with you. It was very, very close to you. Um, and that's fine, but um, just be aware of what you're saying. And um, so I didn't have the phone with me. Uh, you did. You had yours. And, um, yeah, and I felt better for it. I felt like the good guy, and you were the bad guy again. I didn't have my phone out. You wouldn't have known it was even there. Uh, well, well it, but I knew it was there. Because my handbag was there. Exactly. My purse was there, too. Were you worried about my finances? I wasn't, I wasn't worried about your purse being opened. Wow. wow. There's no danger of that. Well, only five years. I've never seen the inside of your purse before. Never looked in there. That isn't true. Don't say that. I know it's not. I'm teasing, but um, but it's I'm, I'm teasing. But um, oh man, those um, I had a, a dumpling thing, a charcoal burger. I don't really know what the charcoal added to the. No, it, but it, was, it looked dramatic, but it was delicious. I haven't been to that restaurant for years. It's a vegetarian restaurant in London. There's two branches now, but the other one is not as good, in my humble opinion. I used to go there quite a bit when I used to work at Absolute. It's just, the, it's just the best food. Although they don't do the cheesecakes anymore. They used to do the best cheesecakes. Anyway, um, and when I'm sat with the boys, I won't have the phone yeah. with me. I'm sat with the, if, I'm, if I'm, listen, I'm, I'm out eating on my own, I haven't got a book with me, I'll have my phone. Yeah, sure, why not? I'm on my own. I'll do, I'll do whatever. But when I'm with people, I, I, I don't. No, we don't allow the phones at the dinner table. But this has come about, apparently, because it's kids complaining about their parents. I bet. Right. But I also see a lot of parents chuck their kids like iPads and phones oh. to keep them quiet in restaurants. Whereas, yeah, know, no, no, no. The no, closest no. we get to that was when we were when they were really little. We take a coloring book. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like that. It's just, let's let them watch Blooming SpongeBob no. so they shut up. No, they're at a meal. Listen, if they're old enough to have a meal with us, let's talk then to they're going to join in. Yeah. They're going to join in the meal and the conversation. The worst one was when we went on holiday and stayed with my uh, mate in Spain, and whenever did we the, went, did, out... the, did the mate in Spain fall mainly on a plane? No, she didn't have to go on a plane. She already lived in Spain. Okay, okay. I was just I was being clever and funny. Um, well... Maybe one day someone could email Catherine with what was clever and funny about what I just. I know said. what you tried clever. to do, but it didn't really work. It did succeeded. It? Oh, it, oh, oh! No, no, no! It did. Uh, but it's just such a high level that it hasn't quite reached, sunk down no. to you yet. I've been going to Spain for a long time, and so people have tried that joke in various formats and never quite really. Well, the pain in Spain it. falls mainly on. Uh... Lorraine. Who's Lorraine? I didn't say Lorraine. I was going to say Jane. Anyway, hmm? what was I saying? What's your friend called Jane? No, she's called Sonia. Give me a minute. 
What's the got middle name, last name? That rhymes with plain? No, the surname is Rodriguez Flores. That's that's very selfish of her. The Go on. I will. Oh, God, I will. I know you will, yeah. but it's going to be awful. Go on. Yep, yep, yep. Right? The name in Spain draws mainly... From the male line. Okay, carry on with your story. I look forward to hearing this. No, just just to say that it was lovely to go out and you know go to restaurants where children were always welcome late at night because everyone sort of starts. Because they're all drunk over there, aren't they? No, everyone starts eating about tenish. Really? They eat at the. T- the well, they're watching sports. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, is, my is, kids is, would sit is, there. What and is tenish? Is it when they're, like it's like you, they've got tennis rackets, but they're using like the wrong ball? So it's like tennis, but it's just a bit tennis. God, you're so annoying. I'm funny. I'm a funny guy. No. I'm a I'm a funny guy. Tedious. Um, very funny guy. Tennis. So we'd be sitting at the table, and it was lovely. And then she would get like an iPad out for her son, and of course, my kids wanted to watch it as well. And uh, but, we just don't do that because of, of data roaming. Uh, Too what? expensive data roaming. It was her iPad. She lived there. Yeah, but you pay can... attention instead of trying to cook up stupid rhymes. Um. It ain't no crimes doing stupid rhymes. <laughs> what a tool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Steve Austin, you're right. We'll not, as you said, we'll not be able to, to tweet at the table anymore. The so table. He's got a tray on his lap. Customers going to the, uh, the popular chain in December will be asked to hand in their phones before they eat. They'll be stored in a no-phone zone box with kids eating free for customers willing to put family first. Well, Did you okay. make that up, no phone zone? Um, no, but I like it. The move comes after the Italian-American eatery found nearly half of children want the phone taken away while they're having dinner. They also found Brits would check their phones with no reason, with 47% saying it was a habit they couldn't get off. Yeah, and that is, a thing, that is a thing that I do a lot, man. It's, it, it's, it's a like, reflex, isn't it? It is. It's like just, it's someone... If, if I was like in a... It's in the studio the other day at BBC, and the producer said, I'm just going to go down and get the guest. Oh, OK. And then she was going, OK, fine, pick up the phone. And I just start looking at the phone. Why, in the old days, we'd sit there with our thoughts. And who knows what genius might strike mm. when you sat with thoughts. And then, actually, I realised what I was doing, because, again, I'm, I'm, now I'm, I'm, I've blocked Twitter again. I'm trying to get more aware of my action. So I put it down, and I picked up the Dave Hill book, and I read a little bit of That's the Dave exactly Hill book. it, right? When I was uh, in the sixth form, I had this brilliant teacher, and he always said that you should never be without a book, because that's what the spare moments are for, right? Yeah. Who does that anymore? So from now on, I'm always going to have a book in my bag. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I bought a nice magazine today. Um... Razzle. No, no, but, but about George Harrison. Oh. Um, uh, See? Okay. Huh? <laughs> Distracted by Twitter. That's exactly what we were talking about. Frankie and Benny's, which has 250 restaurants, said it may make the ban permanent if it proves a success. Parenting expert Susan Atkin. Parenting expert? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Said, I'm delighted to see Frankie and Benny's are leading the way by banning screens at the table. Well, you you can't ban them. You can't ban them no. as a thing because it's not. We've gone too far in society now. Um, I remember. When what if they're a doctor? Yeah? What if you're a doctor it's on a call? It's a restaurant. Yeah, if you're on call, though, you've got to have your phone with you. You have a pager. Uh, when I used to live in Highgate in Tatford Towers and North Hill, there was a pub opposite us called the Victoria. Really nice old boozer. Did a great Sunday roast. The best Sunday roast. And they banned 
They'd banned phones in there, actually. You weren't allowed to take or make phone calls in there. I can't remember about texting. I don't think you were allowed to text either, actually. I remember once being in there, having a lovely Sunday roast, and a phone started ringing. And you know that thing when the phone rings, but um, the person whose phone it is generally doesn't know it's their phone, mm-hmm. particularly if they're a drunk old Irishman. And after quite a few rings, suddenly this, this skinny, drunk old fella, oh, bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. Where was he from Wait again? Wait my phone. It's my phone. Oh, bloody. Oh, I'm just coming. Oh, bloody. And he's running out. Henry Kelly. Henry Kelly. Wow. Henry was he was going for I don't know if he's going for gold or going for brown, but he was going. He was getting out of there. He was going. Um so so that's the story. That's a new that story. A story. That well filled done. about three and a half minutes. I'm very, very happy with Oh, here's one. You know me. You know you know me. My name's Ian Lee. I like the sixties music. There's there's one band that I saw live a few years ago. From my mum that's a little bit a little bit ropey. Jerry and the Pacemakers. Yeah. Jerry Marsden's retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, about time. 60s pop icon, Jerry Marsden, famous for hit Ferry Cross the Mersey. Mersey. Hmm? Ferry Cross the Mersey. He's hanging up his guitar after almost 60 years of touring. He must be uh, tired. And 60 years of touring? I mean, what is there to know about the guy? Sure, he was a great code breaker. He was chemically castrated by the government. But 60 years of researching Alan Turing? Oh, my. Really? Yeah. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with that one. Pleased with that one. It's, it's political as well. The 70... is political and historical and factual. And also fun at the same time. Well. The 76-year-old lead singer of Jerry and the Pacemakers announced his retirement on his website, saying he was to spend more time with, with family. I think we know what that means. The Post said... Jerry would like to say a special thank you to all his fans for the unconditional support down the years and will sadly miss them all. He looks forward to new chapters in his life. The Pacemakers, the second group to sign... I did actually enjoy the, the Jerry and the Pacemakers gig, but there's quite a lot of padding. When he starts when he starts introducing a song as one done by Bette Midler, then starts playing The Wind Beneath My Wings, you think, ah, really? Did an eagle song as well. Um, the, the Pacemakers, the second group to sign to manager Brian Epstein, 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 after the Beatles made history as the first Liverpool band to reach number one. They were also the first band to have their first three singles reach the top of the charts. Their hits included, How do you do what you do to me? I wish I knew. If I knew how you do it to me, i do it to you. Have you heard the Beatles version of that? Uh, no. It's good. But it feels like it should go into, I like it, it I, I like it. That was it. their next one. And then the third one was? I don't like it anymore. Stop it, it hurts. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. You'll never walk alone. <laughs> oh, dear. The group, which included Jerry's brother, Freddie, Arthur Mack, Les Chadwick and Les Maguire, split in 1966, but, but were reformed by Jerry in 1974. They continued touring all over the world until 2003 when Jerry had to have a triple bypass heart surgery. At the time, one of his daughters joked her father would find resting a challenge. An insider close to Jerry told the Mirror the star who had a second heart operation two years ago was not retiring due to health reasons. The friend said he wound up things at the end of last year and fulfilled his obligations. He's in good health. He he lives most of the time in Spain. He wants to enjoy being there, spending time with his family. Jerry's been married to wife Pauline for 53 years and they have two daughters, Yvette 
and Victoria. Um, good for them. Also, when I went and saw Jerry and the Pacemakers, apart from Jerry, every other member of the band was younger than me. Oh, just Jerry then, wasn't it? Have a banana. How's your father? <laughs> Go on, what you got? Um, do you want a man who shot himself in the groin? Um, or do you want... Let me see what I've got. Let me give you some of the hits that I've got. Go Penis enlargement danger. Penis enlargement danger. Um, here's one. The moon is not barren. Bizarre video shows secret base on lunar surface. Oh, go on, yeah. Oh. Yes, mate. Oh, yes. I thought that might tickle Let's your fancy. the old uh, spooky music. Shut up and oh. listen. Oh, we are listening. Off with his head. I miss Matt. The moon is not barren. Bizarre video shows secret base on lunar surface. Sweet, really? This is nuts. Wait for it. Okay. A YouTube conspirator believes he's found proof of a secret space program being... Conspirator? Is that a word? They mean conspiracy theories. I would... Yeah, because a conspirator is someone who... If we were to plot to overthrow Denny... Boom. ...we'd be co-conspirators. Yes. So they mean... Okay. But, you know, never mind. He reckons he's found proof of a secret space program being conducted on the moon. Can I ask you to just not be? Oh, can I do um? What? Can I do? Can I do a riddle that my boys did to me the other day? You're stuck in a metal room. There's no door. There's no window. There's just a table. How do you get out? I want to know if this is cheating or not. Door, I want... no window. There's no door. There's no window. It's a metal room. You're locked in. Can't get out. Climb over the wall. Didn't say there's a roof. There's a roof. You're in a, you you're in a, you're in a room. I said you're in a room. You said you're in a room. You're in a metal. You're in a metal room. There's just a wooden table, right? And, and, and this because this annoys me when the boys. I spent ages trying to work this out, and then the boys told me, and I was really angry with them. And I want to know if this is cheating or not. Go on. Will you do it? Do you like smash the wall in with the wooden table? No, it's a metal wall. You can't. It might be a very soft. It's metal. not. It's not. It's a really tough. It's the toughest metal. What's that then? Um, titanium. It doesn't matter. It's kind of flimsy, isn't it? What did Lord, did she not want to come on? What the hell is going on? Okay, so this is what you do. Oh, well, actually, let's put it out there for the listener. You're in a metal room. And this, but, but, but I warn you now, it's a cheat. And the kids love it. And the kids, in fact, keep doing it to me. And I go, well, I know the answer now. Yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 but. You're in a metal room. There's no door, there's no window. There's no, obvi- there's no way out. You've got a wooden table. Hmm. How do you escape? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is going to annoy you, and this is really going to wind you up, and this is talk radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Well, some of you have got it on Twitter. So this is it, right? Metal room, no doors, no windows, you can't escape, there's no way out. Mm. This is a wooden table there, how do you escape? You scream, and I'm embarrassed to say it, you scream until your throat is sore, you use the saw to cut the table in half. <gasps> no. Two halves make a hole, you climb through the hole. Right. And now the kids, here's the thing, right? It's a nice bit of wordplay, I like the wordplay. It's, it's, it's quite... not going to save him in a crisis. No, but the kids really, and I was spent ages working this one out, and the kids... Really thought they'd got one over on me. And I wanted to wanted to pull the car over, get out of the car, get them out of the car, stand them by the side of the road and say, right, that, is, that does not work. 
That is not fathomable. That is not. That's not riddle. That is bullshit. No. Right. You two have come up with absolute BS. Right. Do that again, and you'll be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. So next day. Right. Um. Dad, imagine that you are in a room and you are about to be eaten by a hundred alligators. How do you escape? Do I scream until my throat is sore and saw their heads no, off? No. Go on. You stop imagining it. Oh. I uh, pulled the car over, got out, dragged him out. I said, right, we've had this conversation. I never expect to have the same conversation twice. We're having it twice. That is out of order. That is not realistic. You would die in that scenario, okay? Yeah. I'm tempted to put you in that scenario. So to put one of you in the scenario so that one of you dies and the other one watches it, okay? Yeah. But I will not do that because I will be in very serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, also, alligators are deer, aren't they? What? No, no, no. No, no, deer are deer. Alligators are, are like crocodiles. They're the green things of the slappy mouth. Um, I said, you, you do that a third time and you're dead to me. They haven't done it so far yet, so we we might have learnt something. Uh, let's go to Laura. Good evening, Laura. Hi, hi. I'm really embarrassed about this, and I hope that she's, like, somewhere, you know, and she's going to turn up, and she's going to be really embarrassed. Oh, it's Laura, Laura. Go on, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's... It's just because you'd said to call back, I thought, um, I'll call back just to let you know that she hasn't come home yet. Oh. And I really hope that she's going to be... She's going to have embarrassed all of us, you know, by yeah. me phoning in and everything. She's going to turn up, and everything's going to be fine, but... I suppose that what I'm, I think is that how many actually missing people actually turn up? Is there a lot? Yeah, 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 yeah. A really? lot of them do. A lot of missing people, particularly, particularly um, people in their, their late teens, early 20s, right? Um, it, it, a lot of people in their late teens, early 20s do turn up, okay? Right. Uh, and, I, and I know that's probably very little comfort to you, and your head is going out in all kinds of directions, and... Of course, you're worrying about you're imagining the worst. Yes. Um, but I really, really think she's found somewhere to stay. She might be a bit cold, but she's probably mm-hmm. found somewhere to stay. She's keeping her head down for a bit, and and I really hope and keep my fingers crossed she'll turn up tomorrow at some point. She's probably asleep now, Laura. I hope so. She's, yeah, I, hope I do so. too. Yeah. I, she's probably. We've had so many nice tweets and texts as well from people wishing you and your family the best of luck. Um, oh, that's lovely. Uh, uh, she's probably asleep now because it's late and she's yeah, probably tired yeah. and stressed. Um, what are the chances of you getting some sleep tonight? Um, I think I might need to, like a sleeping tablet tonight because I just I don't I, I don't think I'm going to you know it's kind of okay n- not good. No, okay. Well, listen, you know your body, you know yourself, you know what you 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 can and what you can't do, and yeah, I I, I, I it's going to be difficult to switch the brain off. But mm-hmm. you've got to try and get some rest because yeah. uh, it might be a long day tomorrow as well, Laura. Mm-hmm. But we've got our fingers crossed. Um, could you give us a call tomorrow? Yeah. Some point mm-hmm. after 10, probably after 11, if that's okay. Yeah, the uh, later the better because then hopefully she'll turn up by then yeah. and it'll all be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, you give us a call any time tomorrow between 10 and 1 and we will speak to you willingly. Um, and if you've got any news, and we'll have our fingers crossed it's going to be the best news, and she's turned up, and she's sheepish, and you're, you know, don't be embarrassed because you've called us. It's, it's literally our pleasure to, you know, to try and help in any way we can. Um, yeah. But hopefully tomorrow, 24 hours, we're going to have some good news. Yeah. Hey, nice one, Laura. And I, I know this is tough for you, and um, yeah. 
you sound so strong on the phone. Uh, I, I, we really appreciate you, you, you talking to us. Okay. Thanks for, you know, cheating. And get, I'm so glad the police got in touch with you and, you know, the, the, paper, the online newspaper and stuff. Well, it was, it was, yeah, it was a couple of our listeners gave us the tweets from the police that the police have put out and the tweet from, oh, the, yeah. from the newspapers. Um, okay. and, and we'll keep an eye over the social media tomorrow as well. Okay, thanks a lot. Hey, you take care. Night, Laura. Thanks, bye. Bye-bye. Um, it's a worry, isn't it? It's a real worry. Yeah. Uh, and, and all we can do is tweet that stuff and um, offer Laura some comfort. I'm hoping tomorrow, when Dave Hill's in, we get a phone call from Laura saying, yeah, she's rocked up. And she feels a bit silly. And well, I feel a bit... That's what we want. That's what we're aiming for um, tomorrow. Uh, and even though I'm not really tweeting very much, if anybody... Um, if anybody uh, gets hears anything or sees anything about this on Twitter or Facebook, could you just tweet me and Catherine so that um, so that we know that everything is okay? That would be really appreciated. At Ian Lee, at Flippin No G, Kath. Why did you go for the No G? Uh... Not flipping. Wow, it feels, I'm not telling you off. It's only got very tense. To be honest, I, I changed it from three CR Kate. I just wanted to have something that was okay. um, something that was movable because right. I'd already decided I was out of there. <laughs> Flipping Kath. I think it's because it's, it's it was it's my mother's voice because she hates me being called Kath. Oh. It'd be Flipping Kath. Okay. That's why okay. I never expected it to stay. You know, so to catch on to become the uh, star. I mean, I, I, I've become a meme. Star what? <laughs> meme. That's what Gemma Collins calls it. Uh, I found a picture of me with Gemma, Gemma Collins the other day. She? Found some great pictures. Me with Brian Wilson. Me with Gemma Collins, all the stars. Oh gosh, we've lived. Um, Do you want to know about this moon thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. All go right, so this me. fella. In the clip, a bl- bright orange object can be seen planted in the centre of a crater. Yes. What's going on on the surface of the moon? Asked Blake Cousins of Third Phase of Moon. What? Third Phase of Moon. Okay. Or one word or lowercase. As he zooms in on the unidentified object, Blake continues. We have moon anomalies captured by NASA themselves, but this has come in from an amateur, a person that's just looking at the moon themselves. The conspiracist, again, not sure that's the right thing, believes this photo will lead to further questions about a top-secret space programme, which he calls the big cover-up. The secret space programme is real, and here's the photographic evidence, he adds. The video has been viewed more than 10,000 times since it was uploaded earlier. So not many. And most viewers are in agreement something strange is going on in space. Well... One astonished viewer commented, That orange thing has to be huge. That orange thing is the size of my ass. Another added, Proof 100% moon is not barren. While a third believer complete concluded, That is good. This is something artificial. And I don't care what anyone says to debunk this. You must believe your own eyes. And there, ladies and gentlemen, you have it. Can we get the guy on the show tomorrow? Okay, third phase of moon. Let's have a look. Yeah, just get the guy on the show tomorrow. All right. Um... So I've got two new cats coming to live with me uh, a week Saturday, which I am... Oh, God, I'm so excited about. So excited. Um, and we are... We've always been big on ca- uh, Christmas and birthdays for pets getting presents. You've got to buy presents. Right, yeah. Ovs. For your animals. Well, here's some presents for, um, for dogs. Treat your dog this Christmas. Pet owners will spend an incredible £166 million on their four-legged friends this Christmas. Not all pets have four legs, actually. Sometimes you get um, uh, pets with two legs and then they have wheels at the back. Um, And shops are already cashing in on this puppy love. 
from woolly jumpers to alcohol-free beer and treadmills. God, you must really love your dog to buy a treadmill. <laughs> They'll not take it out for You must love walk. sitting on your backside while it walks. There are plenty of gift ideas so that your pooch will be spoiled. Spoiled? Spoilt? I would say spoilt. Spoiled. Spoilt is 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 the n- the dinner is spoilt. I think you can interchange them. I um only... I'd say a spoilt kid. I'm going to say something. That's, I've been spoiled. That's going to shock break the hearts of a few of the people listening. It's only six months ago I realised it was dreamed. I thought it was dreamt. It is dreamt. D r e a m p t. Yeah. How come it gets a red line when I type it? Because it's Americans. They don't write proper. I'm going to go on Twitter. I'm just going to type D R E A M P T. No. Oh no, dreamt with a, with a T with, with a, a T. Yeah, no P. There's no P in it. Right. Okay. Fine. So I'm right. No, it used to be dreamt, but now it's spelled dreamt. Sorry. Says Reddit 2018. Dreamt with a P. Hang on. So it did it used to have a P. What the hell is going on? Hang on. Spell check. Dot net. Let's find an. Uh, let's find the Oxford English because this is a lot of Americans clouding this. Dreamt, dreamt, dreamed. I dreamt a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Two idiots. Two very old idiots. Um, um, Okay, well, you you look for that. Here are some of the the things. Keep an eye on your slipper-chewing dog and chat face-to-face using this two-way camera. Ooh. It even dishes out treats. So it's like um, baby monitor for dogs, and you press a button and food comes out. It's only £235. A, uh, your pooch can go for walkies while you put your feet up on this £500 treadmill. Oh, that's awful. I can see dogs dying there because it's about two foot up in the air, wooden treadmill, and then you put the dog's lead and you tie it to a thing above and it just keeps walking. That could die. If that runs off, that's dead. That's a dead dog. You've killed your dog. Um... Do you have? Do you treat your dog like it's a baby? Then this stroller is for you. It says, baby, "I've seen that. I've seen. Stroller. I've seen dogs in uh, push chairs with like a net over the front." Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Why? why don't Didn't people... that guy who wipes his dog's bum in Manchester have it in a push chair? Not when he was wiping his bum, he didn't. No, when he took it, out, he took it out obviously for that purpose. Doggy bag, but this has room for more than just food. So it's a dog travel bag. Jesus. I don't like dogs. They're a waste of time. Where are we on the dreamt, dreamt thing? It looks like dreamt. But what, I don't know what you're saying. People use dreamed about two t- 2.5 times more often than dreamt in British English. But with about a P. seven times, no. With well, then you're saying dreamt with a P. You're saying dreamt. 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 So there's dreamt and there's dreamt. Has it ever been. I don't really care about this, actually. But I do now. has it ever been spelt dreamt? With a P. No, it doesn't look like it. Right, so well, fine. People seem to remember it Jesus. was. Mandela effect. Well, that's how I've been spelling it my whole life, with a P. Oh, yeah. The Mandela effect. We are constantly splitting up into separate little break-off universes where things that, that may have or may not have happened in one didn't happen, did or did not happen in the other. I'm convinced dreamt was spelt with a P. It's crazy. It's crazy behaviour. Okay. Have you got a story? 
Yes. Stop, just forget the dreamt stuff now. Forget I'm it. not even thinking about that now. I was about to write to the guy who thinks there's something on the moon, but that's okay, I can do that after. Yeah, you can do that after, mate, because we're actually... Worried about the size sure. of your penis? Oh, God, that is absolutely terrifying. Oh, my God! Flipping heck, man. That is, that is genuinely... <laughs> uh, we're talking about Paul Ross not being worried about the size of your penis. I'm, I'm worried about the size of Paul Ross's penis. <laughs> Paul Ross... Yeah, I told you, you think I was talking centimetres, oh God. not inches. Honestly, that, that made me <laughs> jump. i from the young ones. Paul, there's, there's, there's two doors, the sound proof, and there's a bit of glass, and Paul often stands in between the two doors with a light under his face, and it's a bit creepy, but we're used to it. But now he's wearing a flipping Theresa May mask, and it scared the life out of hey, me. Hey, what I do at the weekends is my own business. Wowzers. <laughs> um... Oh, please. in the office for a few days. I thought I'd make use of it. Those masks are great. I bought two Mr Bean ones for my boys, and it's just the, oh, yeah, they're the yeah. funniest, funniest yeah. thing. Oh, I yeah. love it. It's funny when you've got two people with the same mask on. They're the gift that keeps giving, aren't they? Oh, they're wonderful. <laughs> good evening, Paul Ross. And good luck with your new cats. That's a lovely addition to the household. I cannot Have wait. you got names sorted yet? Are you going to get to know them first? They, well, they're five months old, so they're, they're, they're rescue cats. They're not brand new. They've got names already, <clears throat> but my boys have renamed them. <clears throat> Lucky and Mucky. They have to rhyme. But oh, Kath brilliant. has good names. But Kath is, is adamant she's going to rename them. What are you calling my cats? Well, Mucky and... Because I can't say Mucky and <laughs> Mucky. Lucky mucky and Lucky. I think Lucky should be Lulu and Mucky should be Kiki. Well, they might get they might get nicknames. Velvet's got like a hundred exactly. nicknames. So I I've got my old cat who's nearly 20 and then they've got these two five-month-old coming a week. So I'm so excited, man. I love oh, lovely. It. Are you going to put a cat flap in? Well, we've got already? a cat flap already, but I'm going to keep it shut for a while so they get used to it. Sure. But, um, yeah. Because you can get... I had one years ago that had a kind of... You put a magnetic collar on the cat and it opens yeah. so it was locked until they came Velvet in. So other wear... rats and things couldn't get well, in. Velvet doesn't wear the collar. Oh. She, she's worn three collars in her life and then each time she's coming without the collar and I've just seen it hanging up on a branch in the Ooh. tree where she hooks it off and takes it off. Oh, that's genius. So, but I love it. I I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited. The, these cats are adorable. Anyway, thank you for that. What have you got on your show tonight? On the show tonight, we're going to be hearing from <coughs> Dolph Lundgren and Matthew McConaughey, because Josh Rom, the force of showbiz nature, sometimes quite irritating, but we hope not tonight, has had chats with them on the red carpet for the new Creed film, part of the Rocky franchise, Creed 2. I saw the... F- me I and Dolph. I retweeted it earlier on. That's me and Joe Pasquale. Oh, no. <laughs> and you know what? The good part of me prefers you and Joe Pasquale. Mm. He's a lovely... Oh, yeah, you? I know him quite well, Joe. He's I've a lovely fella. Before. Lovely fella. The nicest yeah. man. first thing he said was, Eerie, do you reckon we could both take Dolph if we went for him at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> just... And he was, he, was, he was like me. You know, men of a certain age at Good Morning Britain today were just like, oh, my God, it's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. And I went and got a picture, and, and Pasquale, I didn't... I don't know him at all. He said... Uh, do you reckon he'd take a picture with me if I asked him? I said, yeah, yeah, go But he's got that him. lovely gift of easy intimacy, Joe, hasn't he? And he's proper old-fashioned showbiz, because he really... Did you ever see him? I took my... Who did I take to see it? Oh, it was Godchildren, to see him when he was on stage in Rent-A-Ghost. And it was a brilliant stage show. No. And he kind of devised that and toured with it himself, because wow. he's always thinking and yeah, working. Yeah. But he's, he's like old school. He's more kind of musical than... Very much than, so. ...than variety. Really, really nice. Yeah. You know, lovely it's a man. cliche. Such a nice bloke. We've sort numbers. He's yeah. my mate. He's yeah. quite a big lump as well. When you see him for the first time, I find him disconcerting. Oh, I assumed he was quite small and teeny. He's lost a lot of weight. Oh, he's he? he's okay. tall, but he's very, very thin. He's, First he's... time I saw him was years ago. Yeah, would have been he in the 80s, and he had a great routine where he came on, because he used to do more Tommy Cooper conjuring, and he had a variety of candles of different heights, and he lit them, very pain, and looked at us, so he's got these got funny bones, and he started putting his hands over them, and as if the cry of pain was in chili, he went, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he 
genius. I love it. And that would have been his career for a lifetime He's back in the old days. Old, yeah, it? old school yeah. variety. Yeah. I, lo- I, I, I Anyway, I was thrilled to meet him, and it was like him and Johnny Ball I met today. Oh, what a day. think of a number. Oh, mate, uh, seven. <laughs> what, okay, so what? Sorry, so, so Dolph Lundgren uh, on with Dolph Josh. Lundgren, Matthew McConaughey with Josh. We're also going to get good news from Danielle. We do a good news roundup of a Friday, which Brilliant. is great. Good news stories. And we've also got, for the first time, we're heading for Barbados because it's Barbados' Independence Day today. Oh. Made independent in 1966. So we're going to get a postcard from Barbados. Put a sunshine on the show for the weekend. I tell you what, as well, Dolph Lundgren was lovely. He was. Lo- there were lots of um, American women milling around trying to push people away, but he was walking up to people he didn't know, shaking hands yeah. and and, and grab. Dolph, can I get a stuff? Of course you can, man. You know, and it was. You don't get that from. Oh, Wasn't he an item with Bridget Nielsen? That was yeah, one muscly encounter yeah. under the duvet, don't you think? Yeah, Those two. Call <laughs> like two condoms full of walnuts going at it, <laughs> or something. I'm just saying. Uh, and the usual old tosh. And the usual old tosh, there of course. We go, of course. Um, Catherine, we're done. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. Okay. Is that, how, is that over then between you two? <laughs> yeah, we're finished. This is the last Catherine show. Catherine Stratospheric. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a star is born, but on, on a much smaller radio scale. But it is a star is born. What have I said there that's wrong? Ooh. I thought that film was rubbish. Okay, right. Fine. <laughs> just, now you've been annoying. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to you, dear listener and dear caller. We'll be back tonight at 10. Stay tuned, though, after the news on Talk Radio. It's the one and only Mr Paul Ross.